know we're sitting on four million pounds of fuel, one nuclear weapon, and a thing that has 200,000 moving parts built by the lowest bidder. I need $200. 250 big ones. I want an official red rider carbon action 200 hour range of all arrows. Anywhere we should be at all around about our 200 hours. Episode 200. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Yeah, I was going to do a liner this week, but it's episode 200. Who needs one? big ones that's hard to believe that is a hundred hours of podcasting <laughs> in theory in theory it's good math yeah. it is not true though that is not a fact guys welcome to episode 200 of episode a half 200. hour of half, Ooh, hey thank the you. half hour wasted thank you crystal or margie or whatever Let's your see. name is these days 200 who's good at math anybody I, good yeah, at math? i'd like okay. to think i can do it in my head what, awesome are we, what are we talking about here um 200 episodes mm-hmm. yeah. with the occasional uh-huh. random audio file. Hey, the Cowboys are winning. Yay. When did that happen? Uh, Cowboys are going for two, boys. No way. Oh, and we they got, got it. two. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> There's nothing as exciting as the two-point conversion. We're I'm almost. There. When did we start? What year? Was it Ought 7? Hmm? Uh, 1961. I think it you was Ought 7. Okay. 7 sounds oh, good. Oh, you mean us? I thought you meant the Cowboys. <laughs> Ought 7. I'm pretty sure it was Ought 7. So sounds good. March of this coming year will be four years we've been doing Isn't this. Isn't that crazy? And if you think about it, 50 weeks a year. Yeah. yeah. We've missed a couple of weeks here and there. 52 weeks a year. That's approximately four years. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Remember when we were doing two episodes a week? That was very yeah. early. We were doing a Monday and a Thursday. And release. we're still basically friends. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's amazing. You're, you're a bit out of sorts tonight, though, which mm-hmm. is kind of... It's kind of scary to me. I've got, you, uh, I've got, uh, I've got kids, issues, dogs. Guess what? The kids just left with their mom. Where are they going? McDonald's. They're going to McDonald's before as, the pizza shows. Or up. as yes. say before says, the, McDonald's before the celebrity party pizza shows up. Guess what? No, I mean, sorry. What? Yes, we have no kids for an hour. Let's enjoy it. Wow, smoke of Frank's you got taking it, his jacket off. That's excellent. You're taking your smoking That's jacket. Off? That's how I'm jacket. taking it off, baby. We are gonna rock. We yeah, gonna I've roll. got some. Uh, I've got some velour uh, robes uh, <laughs> that I've been saving. <laughs> Thank for this. you. Here, yes. I'll try it on. Thank you, Bill. This feels fits well. That's fantastic. Look, I love. I'm sorry. It smells like uh, cherry uh, pipe uh, tobacco. Oh, no, it's but, uh, fine. It's okay. Is this is this velvet? Oh, it's nice. It is velvet. Yeah. Yes. Satin it's sleeves. Satin, satin cuffs on the sleeves. Satin oh and velvet. This is class. Now the uh, I feel the like Richard Montabon. Well, the interior, not the dead Richard Montabon, yeah, but the, the interior is uh, uh, the liner is baby harp seal. Oh so my God, I can really feel the baby. Yeah, yes. yeah. You can tell. Yeah, I had to sew a lot more of them together. 
class. Oh, the kids are still there. I was putting on some lounging music. If they'd been nice, if they'd been fully grown harp seals, it wouldn't have taken half as many. Yeah, but baby, I mean, baby when you go baby harp nice seal, thing, that's the that's, is that that's class. The fur is much more supple oh, at that yes. age. Totally. Yeah, especially if you fatten them first. <laughs> this may be my second favorite song of all time. Wow, little Chuck Mangione. And your seventh? No, it's Barry <laughs> White. It's Barry White. Love's oh. theme by Barry White. Oh, okay. I was pretty sure this is Chuck Mangione. We got the we, we got the prop Hi, here. Professor. Uh-huh. Why are you She's holding a drill, a drill And she will not hesitate to use it. Yeah, I can tell you that's true. And she's got overalls. So she's I know, double you're, not afraid you're, to use it. Your wife actually looks adorable. I know. In yeah, those she coveralls. Does. She makes uh, coveralls, uh, overalls look pretty adorable. What? Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. I thought you meant the kids. Really? Mm-hmm. And still hanging in there. Sage, say episode we 200. I think he cuted that up. I don't think that was his real voice. No, he'll do that these days. That's his enunciation is so good, he's doing this on purpose. That's a little more appropriate for the for the overalls. Yeah, stop it. Will you flip the light switch that has the stinking ceiling fan on it, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. God. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I've been getting, I've been getting overloaded with how did he turn cinnamon yeah. applesauce into that minute, well this is why I, I should not have taken him to cc's last night apparently wait a minute you know, you I know that, that, that might have been called feces that might have been my fatal flaw there because, i thought the professor said that was the lizard that made that noise uh well if the lizard has hey, uh, short blonde hair can you turn the lights back on please okay, then. <laughs> thanks oh my goodness sage sage don't all right, so we're here to celebrate oh, episode 200. 200. Right. And people are wow. going to start calling momentarily. And what's it about, Frank? Uh, we're going to talk about hidden gems, guys. We're going to talk about those things that you love, but maybe not a lot of people know about. And maybe they hold a special place in your heart. In fact, real quick, mm-hmm. I'll, throw, I'll throw out one of mine. It's a TV series called Home Movies. Came out on the UPN. You guys remember UPN? I do. UPN. Yeah. Uh, came out in 1999. It was about these three kids. With the video camera, and every right. week they would make home movies yeah. of their favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, they were aspiring movie makers, and it's fun, mm-hmm. and the animation is crude and right. rough, but uh, just the writing and dialogue killed me. No, I've seen that. My favorite episode is the one where Dark Side shows up. <laughs> no. What? No. No? Home movie. Brandon's- and then they have to get the entire Justice League together to no, fight them. No, that's a that's the wrong one. It's called Home Movie. He thought it was he thought he was resurrecting Brainiac, but it turned out to be Darkseid. And- uh, no, Bill, you got no, you got it wrong. All right, but so that that's a show that I don't think gets. Uh- it's okay. I'm getting used to being wrong, so <laughs> don't worry about it. Well, you're married, right? Ooh, snap! <sighs> I've I've never seen it. That has nothing to do with it, but I'm, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's a. Uh- it's one of those shows where the dialogue is really kind of fast and it overlaps a lot and there are things sometimes you can you can very easily miss on a first viewing just mostly on on what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion it deserves repeat viewings. Home movies. It's on DVD all four seasons. Fantastic. Anyone want to share hidden gem? No. I have no? a I have <laughs> a, a voicemail from Sean Pryor that I want to play. Okay. Does this quick how is a hidden gem? Because um, Sean is not quite so hidden. Hang on, where is but he is a he's gem. a gem. Put it, here it is. Hey, guys, how's it going? This is Sean. I just wanted to call and congratulate you guys on 200 episodes. That is a stupendous feat, and I wanted to congratulate each and every one of you, Bill, Frank, Brad, and even the professor and, and Bill's family. 
and Brad's family and Frank's family, the entire HHWOD family. This is a marvelous achievement. You should all be quite proud. So kudos to all of you. Um, I wanted to chime in on a rare find or a rare gem that um, I honestly don't remember where I got it from. I can't remember if a friend sent it to me or if I ordered it. Um, I was uh, one day I was a little bit uh, tired. I said, you know what, I'm you know doing all this comic book work. I said, you know, I'm take a break. So to take a break, I actually read some comics. And um, I uh, fumbled through some stuff, and I found a Marvel Comics Essential Godzilla King of the Monsters. <laughs> Forgot I had this. Never even read it. And this is probably one of the most enjoyable, fun reads I've had in a while because it's that ridiculousness in comics that, you know, we, you know I like to see more of. And basically you have Godzilla on the run from uh, Dum Dum Dugan and S.H.I.E.L.D. who's trying to catch uh, the uh, menacing monster. And you have guest appearances from the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, Nick Fury. Um, I think there's even an appearance by Jimmy Woo, who's in uh, Agents of Atlas. Um, all types of crazy stuff. They shrink Godzilla. I think Godzilla ends up in a sewer and fights like a rat. Um, he fights robots, aliens. It's just fun. Um, there's even a, an issue where Godzilla goes to the wild, wild west and uh, scraps with some cowboys. So this is a, uh, a gem to me because it was really enjoyable. Every single issue's in there. Fantastic artwork. Um, you know, some classic old school Herb Trimpy. So I gotta give I gotta give this gem props. But hope you guys have a great show, and um, you know we'll see you for another two hundred and even more. Peace, guys. Thank you, Sean. Awesome. You know, that is a perfect example of a hidden gem because I didn't know. So this means that Godzilla is part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the Fantastic Four in there, that Dum Dum Dugan is there. Um, see, I didn't know that. I thought those were just kind of licensed one-off things that had nothing to do with mm-hmm. the universe at all. That's fun. That's a hidden gem. The calls have started, so I'm going to take, take the one. Do Not Disturb off. I'm getting nervous. Okay, let's do this. Here we go. Oh, jeez. Hello, caller. What's your name? What's up? Is this Johnny M? (laughs) Johnny. The first call just happens to be Johnny M. This is the first call you guys are taking? Yeah. You were were number one, Mr. M. How are you, Johnny, from the Legion of Dudes and um, and other shows? I'm I'm fantastic. Is Bill there? Um, Yes. If they'll turn, Hi, Bill. is my mic up? Hi. It's up, it's John. Okay. Do we sound okay? My mic wasn't up earlier because they're smart. Yeah, you guys, you guys sound great. I had, a, I was hoping to call from the Skype, but I'm on my cell phone, so am I all right? Yeah, you're fine. Uh, guess what I need to do? Once a call comes in, I oh click my. that button and I hit OK, and then we don't hear that noise great. anymore. That's too bad. I, I prefer that <laughs> noise. It keeps you from being lonely. So, John, tell us about your hidden gem. Well, I have another agenda first. Okay. Good. Uh, I was reflecting on your 200 episodes. Yes. And um, I was thinking, like, of all the stuff I've been doing in the last two years, like, I don't know, I'm doing three podcasts. Now I'm working with PKD a little bit. I even might have, like, a little web coming out in the future. And I get to, you know, I got to meet all you dudes and everything. So it's really, it's really been cool. But I was thinking, 
you know, it all you can trace it all back to uh, listening to you guys for the first time a couple of summers ago. So uh, I don't know whether to hug you guys or kick you all in the nuts. Wow. <laughs> if wow. you're having fun, hug us. If you're not, kick us in the nuts. That's basically Man hugs. Go. I'm Man. gonna I'm gonna hug Frank, kick Brad, <laughs> and pretend I'm gonna hug Bill and then kick him too. Okay. Ooh, okay. Like a fake out. Okay. Fair <laughs> what enough. Did, what did I ever no, do I'm to just you? Kidding, of course. I don't know. How much did to him? I know what I did to him. You didn't do enough, Brad. I guess not. No, I'm just joking with you guys, of course, but uh, congratulations. <sighs> Thank you, man. You know, I look Jeez. forward to the day that we actually get to meet uh, Mono Imano. That'll be fun. Yes. What yes, do you mean, like, uh, New York Comic Con. Have you seen pictures of him? Oh, yeah. No, he, he's an ugly man. Yeah, but... he doesn't look a thing like his voice. <laughs> you know, when you when you listen to him, he sounds very, very handsome. Yes. But the pictures tell a different story. Yeah. Wow. See, I did not know that. Yeah. That's why I don't do TV. <laughs> it looks like you've been uh, beaten up a few times. Did you get your nose broken? You grew up yeah, in Long Island. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but yeah. I'm sure every day is a constant struggle for survival up there in the Northeast. At least that's what I read. It wasn't easy. No, it's not easy. <laughs> it was a tough. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't coddled like you Texas boys. I know, man. You guys got to read like the New York Post and stuff. <laughs> We we don't have that down here. Well, we're proud to call you a member of the family, John. Yeah, I'm very proud. Yes, well, thanks. I, I appreciate that as always. And I'm I'll be proud to call you friend oh. as soon as the swelling goes down. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, you got something right, to share with us? You, that, that that go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say you got something to share with us, Johnny. Uh, hidden I gem. Have, uh, I have a giant shelf of blu-rays but i didn't feel like looking through them for a hidden gem okay so i'm going with the street sweeper social club as a band interesting that is a hidden gem street sweeper social club so tell us about their sound and stuff like that well it is the lead guitarist from the old rage against the machine tom morello sweet who is awesome Yes, and it it is a uh, hip hop guy or rapper, as they say on the street. You mean like uh, named... Zach? Yeah, not so angry. Okay. Uh, his name is his name is Boots Riley, and he was in a uh, a group called the Coop for a while in Boots? like the mid nineties. Um, so they're really cool. They're Rage Against the Machine without so much anger, a little more hip hoppy than metally. But good stuff, and I plan to be able to play a clip, but that blew up in my face. No, so nice. I'll just tell you about it. Well, if you'll pop me up, we could play a clip. I just clip. happen to have them also ooh, on my ooh, iTunes. Ooh, okay. Um, you have to play. All right, if you have them on iTunes, eh. you have to pick Clap for the Killers because that's the best beat. Well, I don't have. I have the Ghetto Blaster EP. Hmm. Okay, Promenade. Play Promenade. It says explicit on it. Oh, it's no. only going to be thirty uh, they seconds. They will not. If they will not curse, yes. In the in the in this uh, sample, they will not curse okay. at you. Okay, I'm starting it right now. Nice funk. Can you hear it, John? Yes, I can. All right. Awesome. Well, I got a new kind this podcast thing's working. Don't talk smack, flash my gas. I'm finna speak and hold my d- in heat. Oh. 
Okay, there's so far there was two bleeps. Yeah, there'll be a little uh, post-production. Yeah. Oh wait, this is a live I'm episode. I'm sorry, I didn't think I didn't think iTunes would do that in the sample, but fifteen hey, what minute I mark, Brad. No, it's not iTunes. I happen to have the album. Oh, uh, that it. Sorry, a little about the m- miscommunication there. Are you watching the Cowboy game, John? No, I'm watching the Raiders destroy San Diego and take their share of first place in that the AFC West. That is amazing, isn't it? There's 29 seconds left in the fourth quarter of the Cowboys-Colts uh, game, you, tied at 35. You know, we po- we planned this episode 200 very poorly. Yes. <laughs> well, we did the same thing last year with the uh, the Giants game. See, I remember that didn't work out so well either. So, well, uh, now, to know. be honest, the season for the Cowboys were going so poorly that I think we kind of just kind of gave up on it. But they've been kind of bouncing back since the – oh, fumble. And I think the Giants oh, got it. That's not I a good the thing. the Colts got it. Oh, hey, Colts John. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. For somebody who would like to, to, to try the, the um, Street Sweeper Social Club, what, what album or EP should they, should they sample first? That's a very difficult question that I wasn't prepared for. Uh, the original is just called the Street Sweeper Social Club, and this new EP is called Ghetto Blaster. Okay. So they have two albums. And either okay. of them, yes. And I play pretty much both of them back-to-back and don't skip many tracks. Cool. Awesome. Kick it. So I like that. Are you, are you one of those types who uh, considers an album to be a, a work in, in total? Because I just, I, I, for me, I, I'm not a child of the, recovered. I'm not a child of the iTunes generation. I can't just buy one song and listen to it. You know, I, I need yeah, the well, context of the album. Cowboys got it back. Yeah, that's the thing that's, that's so weird now, you know? I mean, like, we used to buy CDs. And, yeah. And when you're 19, 20, and you have no money, and you buy a CD, you want 12, 13 solid tracks on it. Yeah, I don't know how much uh, but younger. But now it's like, you know, you just cherry pick now. Yeah, I don't you know, know how much younger you are than I am, but... I was buying uh, new release albums for five ninety nine at Sound Warehouse when I was in high school. So it's the opposite for me. When I was younger, I cherry picked, uh, with the rare exception, with, or maybe a couple of artists. Uh, but I would cherry pick songs. But now, when mm-hmm. I buy the album, I listen to it all. Oh well, yeah, you know. Um, the other day, I was um, I wanted to listen to an album, uh, Killers, and it's funny. I pulled out the CD because I had never ripped it. And okay. I thought, and I thought, how quaint! I'm listening to a CD. Yeah. I mean, I actually pulled the CD out, put it in my CD player. There was dust on the top of my CD player. Uh-huh. I was just like, "Wow, I haven't done this in easily a year, year and a half." You is crazy. Isn't that crazy to think? Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think it depends. I think a lot depends on a person. We, we were talking about this a lot. I think Russ and I. Like, I'm a movie collector, so I'll never give up the discs. Like, I need to have, I need to hold it and have the art and everything. I'm but with I'm you. not a music collector, so I don't care. I'll go digital for music, but I'll never do it for movies. And I know a lot of people are the opposite. Yeah. I, I only recently started going digital for music. There's a couple of bands that I will continue to actually purchase physical CDs, but um, I've ripped every, every CD I've owned um, with the, I have ripped and put on my computer right and then sold with the exception of a few bands i've keep wow doing, okay doing. see i i've never i i've never sold one cd off for uh, uh for, for those back at full sale for those who don't use itunes or even if you do use itunes amazon has a great service uh amazon mm-hmm. mp3 plus uh every month they have a rotating set of 100 albums for five bucks I've bought some of those. And wow. I've bought some of those, too. Some of them are oldies. Some of them are, you know, a lot of them are stuff you've okay. never heard of. But 
five bucks, you know, that's cheaper than actually going to half price books and, and now, getting some. Is this um uh is this digital? It's digital. Yeah. Okay. It's digital uh, there's no licensing involved, so right, no DRM. Can, okay. Right. And is it WAV files or is it? Uh, it's MP3s. Yeah, very high quality high in quality the 200s. MP3s. Okay, you're talking like the 320 two hundred MP3s. Two so, two fifty six. Yeah. Hey, eh, John. Meh. Yo, John. We're gonna let you go. We got um, a bunch of calls coming in. Thank you for for oh. su- for supporting the show and for being so cool. Yeah, Johnny, you're Thank the best. You Thank you, man. Oh heck yes. Guys. Hey, I did you get you. did you get my PayPal the other day? Yes, I did. Thank you very much. You bet. Mm. We'll talk oh, to you later, John. About that. Bye. Later, guys. We'll love you forever. All right, call number two. <sighs> okay, so there so we, we go. Got rid of him. The <laughs> the street sweep sweeper street. sweeper social club. Street sweeper social club. I think that's a cool name. I don't know if that's as cool a name as Black Label Society. But okay, it's here a we go. Cool name. You guys, ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Go ahead, caller. Who's this? This is a Harold Jeanette. Hey! Yay! Harold Jeanette. Jeanette. Hey, we haven't we haven't heard from you in a long time. That's because I hate all of you. Oh, I knew it. This is going to be a difficult call, then. What did we do to you? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't hate anyone. No, Harold, oh, you said thank it. Goodness. It's out there. He had me scared it's for you. It's out there. We need to deal with this now. All right, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this, though. Have you gotten to the point where you can function at work without wanting to punch your coworkers <laughs> every hour or so? <laughs> it's gotten it's gotten a lot better. Wonderful. Awesome. Now, for those who don't know Harold Jennett, he's a wonderful artist. We met him, I guess, through Comic Geek Speak. Uh-huh. And um, friend of the show, obviously, he's been so kind enough. Him and Wayne Cordova have been so fine enough to include us as characters in a comic book called Mimes. Which was awesome. Which Are we going to awesome. see more Mimes? busy he has not been able to uh, work on the script i'm not sure where he is with that right now but okay. it, it's been a while but harold uh, is a very yeah. accomplished artist and you have a beautifully fun style that i absolutely love i would say it is in the vein of bruce tim oh go on wow <laughs> i have um i have the uh, jam piece from episode 300 proudly displayed no, no, I beg your pardon. The Super Show, the first Super Show, proudly displayed on my bedroom wall, framed, and in the lower right-hand corner is a nice uh, Harold Jeanette sketch of the two two of the mimes uh-huh. fighting uh, Brian and, and... Was it Brian and Peter? <laughs> they were fighting... I think they were fighting the... Um the, the pu- Rios puppet. Yeah, puppet the, pu- Rios. the, the <laughs> puppets. Oh, the yeah. puppet Rios. They were, they were tied at the wrist and they both had knives. Yes. Wow. Kind of Jeanette. very West Side story. That's yeah. so awesome. Thing going on. It's like so. the Omega Glory. It's yeah, good to hear from you. And, uh, and the other mime were betting money on who would win. <laughs> it's good to hear from you. <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> it's good to hear from you, Harold. Hey, thanks. Let me yell at my kids quick before I... Harrison, go upstairs, sweetheart. You too, Hallie. Hallie, you can stay. Harrison, go upstairs because you keep interrupting. I love you. He's got my Captain America Transformer, so he's happy. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I have Captain no America idea. Transformer? Yeah, there's just something wrong with that phrase. I have yeah. no idea what it's like having a male child who likes Transformers and interrupts the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I, I'm it's sorry. It's a Transformer that turns into a, it's a, it's a Captain America robot that turns into a, a Humvee, and it has a shield that goes <laughs> in the back that looks like a, oh. like a wheel, and then it pops, That's cool. it pops open into a shield. Don't ever hey. mention this to Sage. <laughs> Harold, before, yes. you, before you get started, let me ask... Bill and Frank. Yes. Get started. 
<laughs> yeah, but no, before you before you do, this is thing, all the appetizer to um, the uh, the body of our which, discussion. Which pizza can I bring you a couple of slices of? I you know, surprise point, pick one. What about surprise you? me? I honestly, okay. don't care. Um, Brad, stepping away I'm for just away. a moment. Not that I don't love you, Harold, but hunger is taking over. So I'm going to go get us some awesome pizza. Okay. So, so while Brad stepped away, so tell us, uh, tell us. Now what, that Brad's this is, gone, let me talk about him. Tell us Thank about you. Oh What's the deal? I, I always knew there was something about him, Harold. I've not noticed. Sh- that I'm not when sure. You draw Brad. He's, he's being mean to me. <laughs> um, Harold Jennings. And the, the accent—it's faked, right? He just does it for attention. <laughs> totally. Dude. He is yeah. he's from the Midwest. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. That yeah. accent of his. He's like Fargo. Oh man. Texans, right? It's yeah. very, very oh, wait. it's very hey C D, but don't tell him we said that. Hey, how's the okay. family, by the way? How's the kiddos? Well, Hallie's feeling kinda sick today. Okay. But oh. she's doing very well. She just got accepted into a gifted program. Nice. Well, how old is Hallie? So that means she's smarter than me. Okay. How old is Hallie? Let's talk to Hallie. Let me let her say hi. Say hi to Half Hour Wasted. Hi. Hey, hi, Hallie. Hallie. Hallie, how are you? Good. Hallie, what did you do today? Um, most of the time I was in bed. Oh. Did you did you discuss the ramifications of the Pythagorean theorem with your father, or maybe a professor in an Thank early you. admittance program at uh, your local college? What? <laughs> Okay, I guess that's a no. I'm trying to help it. No, you did not hear diarrhea. No. No. Oh, we're okay. keeping it clean. I've got kids I've got kids around too, okay. I I know how it goes. So yes, uh no, we're uh, we're family friendly around here. Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. Oh. I wanted my podcast to be family friendly, but sometimes it doesn't turn out that way. Yeah. What can you do? Well, I could kill Dean. <laughs> okay. Let's say you could uh, you give him like a cough drop or something. So, yeah. um, I could. so pimp, pimp, uh, pimp your podcast. What's my podcast? I have a, do I have one? Oh, that's right. What's it called again? Thank you, Hallie. Ultra Friends Go. That's such a Which is not relevant to anything because if you listen to, if you want to hear about the latest comics, video games, movies, you will not hear it on our show. Cause we're that way is behind perfect. Everything. Good for you. Thanks. We try. We try to Stick be to as your guns. as possible. Has he talked about his hidden gem yet? No, not yet. We talked to his, uh, no, to his little girl. We're going to have to speed this up if we want to get <laughs> calls. <laughs> oh, well, Brad, I got to tell you one story super quick. Yes. I had uh, the forum open, the Half Hour Wasted Episode 200 thread up, mm-hmm. so I could see what the phone number was. And Hallie sees Linda Carter running. Oh, yeah? And she loves Wonder Woman. And she goes, Hallie, quiet. Stop. And she goes, oh, Daddy, it's Wonder Woman. And then she looks a little closer. Daddy, those jiggle way too much. Ah! <laughs> that's uh, that's that my avatar. It's an animated awesome. GIF of Wonder Woman running in slow motion. You do a fine Linda job Carter of teaching. Running. <laughs> uh, and Harrison's, uh, by the way, and to finish about how the kids are doing, Harrison's doing very well. He had a cleft lip and cleft palate, and he's learning how to talk. And it's a little frustrating, but he's doing very well uh, despite um, learning how to talk with his new mouth. Wonderful. That's how that's going. That's good Everything to hear. Everything starts with an M. <laughs> Mobot, man, mama, <laughs> Matt, man, Mooba, man, mama, woman, mock, well, that's oh. watching Justice League. How oh, that was sweet. <laughs> Harold, you know, uh, one, of, one of my favorite times we've had you on the show was when you told us that story about when you were a little kid and the President of the United States had to fire <laughs> Superman. Yes. I love I that really story. I made yeah. myself cry. Hallie. I did make myself cry. 
That is such a funny oh. story. Harold did that as a kid. He was oh no, I'm fine. Uh, Harold was playing with his uh, action figures, and he acted out that storyline, and it made him cry. That is awesome. That's hey, all four members of Half Hour Wasted are together again, right? <laughs> four? Yes, absolutely. And right, I need Brad? I need to apologize. I have a huge apology um, that, that I need to give Harold. <laughs> I promised Harold that we would have him on as the fourth co-anchor of Half Hour Wasted, and we never made it happen. Oh! Well, Yay. this is only a temporary measure. One day. Don't that's right. worry about it. One we'll day. have well, HR has to contact you. There's some paperwork that needs to go through here. Okay. There's a process. Half our wasted corp is a big company. We just have there's layers to it, you know. I thought we were getting canceled. <laughs> that's episode <laughs> three hundred. Oh right, yes. Okay, Harold, hit us Dang, with your man. hidden gem, man. My hidden gem is uh is a TV show called Veronica Mars. Oh. That's got the lovely um, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell on it. Yes. And only she's yes, a... I, only went for a season, season and a half? Three seasons. Yeah, we had a couple three seasons. And, um, yeah, she was part of the Scooby Squad, wasn't she? The Scooby Squad? No, she was not. Uh, no, not on... Um, <laughs> are you talking about Buffy? Yes. Okay. That Sarah Michelle Geller. It went over like a lead balloon there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's uh that's my contribution to the show. Peyton so. Manning just threw an interception. So uh that's so my Harold, hidden gem today. It's Peyton Manning. What was Her- it about? Was it like a lawyer show or something? Yeah, Harold, tell us about the for those who don't know, tell us Veronica Mars and why people should watch it. People should watch it. Um well I when I first heard the name and read the description, it's about a a, gr- a teenager from high school who um, runs a detective agency with her father. And I read that and I thought, that sounds like Nancy Drew or something. That sounds absolutely horrible. Doesn't it? So I didn't watch it for a long time, but then I am a big fan of, of Netflix instant streaming. So when it showed up on there, I thought, I really need to give it a chance because I've heard people time and time again talking about it. And now that I've watched it, it's basically about a high school where there's there's a big rift between the haves and the have-nots, very rich kids to very poor kids. And um, there's there's this neat mystery going throughout the whole seat, three seasons about Veronica Mars and her family and this this murder that happens. But also, it's it's really good about having stories within each episode. And she basically solves mysteries and and, and stuff for uh, people at her school. But it's so well written, great dialogue, yeah, great humor. It's just a great show. And and there were towards the end of the season, there were a couple episodes where me and my wife were just like, we have to watch the next one. We have to watch the next one. Awesome. So I highly recommend it. That's uh, a good sign. That's right a now. sign yeah. of a good show when when you're done and it's two in the morning. And you're like, oh, maybe I can watch one more. Yeah. What it is is yep. it's um it's like uh, Nancy Drew if she could shoot lightning out of her fingers. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Heroes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that would be cool though. Oh, hey, is awesome. it on season two? It might happen. So is it on Netflix? It is on hey, Netflix instant streaming. I've got, I got a Netflix. I've got a Netflix question, and I think I know what the answer is. But maybe you brain, maybe the Blue. brain trust can hook no, me yeah. up. Ah. Ah. Okay, uh, just got a new Blu-ray player um, <laughs> to go along with the other uh, TV in the bedroom. Uh, we put the new Blu-ray player out in the living room. Whatever. Um, it says it's you know it's uh, Netflix, Pandora, whatever ready, but unfortunately it's not Wi-Fi. So I've got to either move my uh, my wireless router from the third bedroom into the living room so I can physically connect a wire to it, or uh, you can buy the seventy five dollar Sony you know wireless adapter. 
And I'm just trying to figure out, um, aren't there a, can't you buy like a, like a Linksys something or other nonsense from fries or whatever I, I, for less than fries, 75 fries, like bones? I would think so, but it's that whole thing about they have to talk to each other. And, yeah. and I mean, Sony may have made it to where it's proprietary to where you have to use the router. I don't know. It's worth Dang a it. shot, though. I mean, it your, is worth a shot. Your Blu-ray is not wireless, though, right? That's the problem. Blu-ray is not Wi-Fi. Yeah, so why are you thinking about buying a wireless router? So he doesn't have to no, no. put the wire from all the way from the wireless, bedroom. Wireless adapter. Oh, I got you. Got you. To get the signal. Probably, yes. My guess is that you should probably run a wire anyway. So you don't have wireless interruption when you're trying to watch your streamed uh, episodes of Veronica Mars. That's why our phone calls War are Heroes so crystal season two. clear tonight. Because I'm, I'm bypassed your wireless and I'm hardwired into the Matrix. Mm-hmm. What's a Blu-ray player? <laughs> oh, no. no I've, got, I've got a friend, uh, um, uh, the great Mark Pearson, uh, as far as I know, still doesn't have a, a flat screen in his house. I do not either. Oh, I have, I have a big a big television. Um, I don't even know what kind it is, but we found it out in front of someone's house because they were throwing it out. Ah, wow! Dro- drove it to it. So <laughs> that's my TV. Nice. <laughs> <Pet-o-vision>. <laughs> and if it, hey, if it works, it works. Is it one of those rear projection TVs? Huh? Is it one of those rear projection thingies? It, big old. I'm not sure. It might be. It's 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 pretty thick. Wow, that's awesome. But it's big. All right, Harold, thank you for calling, buddy. We're going to hey. let you go and try to get another caller or two in here. Yes, Harold. Was that the first caller? No, you were the second caller. You were the third. Yeah, but, second caller. Hey, but don't, hey, don't feel bad. The first caller was a total plant, okay? No, it okay. was not, <laughs> but it was Johnny M. So, really, you're like the first caller. Right. Because Johnny M doesn't count. Right. Okay. Well, or, it was good talking to you guys. We can do One that. hidden gem is this little show called Walking Dead. You should check it out. Um, huh. But... Hey, thanks for taking my call. You're All the right. best. Thank Take you. Care. Keep Bye. doing the show. And pip your show change. one more time. Love you. Pip your show one more time. Shut up. Uh, my show is Ultra Friends Go, and my webcomic is called GeekSyndicateComic.com. I'm going to plug one more thing, and you can charge me later for the extra plug. All gotcha. Right, cool. Thank you, Harold. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. Awesome. Bye-bye. Awesome, Harold Janet. Hello. Hello? Hello, who's <laughs> this? How far yeah, who's this? This is the Fixer, otherwise known as Umar. How you guys doing? Umar! Yeah. Dude, we are doing great. We just watched uh, the Cowboys kick a field goal to win and beat Indianapolis in overtime. So the fact that you called just put the icing on the cake. This is awesome. Oh, well, that's awesome. I hear that. You know, I'm from New York, so I watched the Giants stomp. Uh, was-, was it Washington? Oh, yeah. they did stomp the Redskins today, too. I was doing my too. show and running back and forth in between breaks. I mean, it was it was... <laughs> I kept watching bits of that game. Is like, man, Giants just aren't being very nice. The Redskins It's just almost not sporting. Yeah, I couldn't believe. I mean, I hate the Redskins almost as much as I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. But um, oddly enough, I don't hate the Giants, even though they're in our division. Really? You know? Yeah, I don't okay. hate them. They're a good team. But I, I hate them. It was with a nice, passion, but it's mainly a Johnny M thing. Yeah, it was nice seeing and Carl. Uh, look at Katy Perry's on the Simpsons. Ooh. It's going to be a puppet hey, show Hey, thanks tonight. for calling, man. This is a is this the first is this the first time you've either called us? No, or, no, or he called us for one fifty. He was there for one fifty, right? No, actually, I missed one fifty. I think I got you for one hundred. I'm not sure. Okay, okay. all right, okay. That's well, uh, that's awesome. It, um, uh, when you've done like five thousand of these shows, I guess they blend together a little bit. We were just talking um, when we started recording that we've been doing this for almost four years now. So the last 
you know, the last three of them have kind of blurred together. My heavens. Yeah, isn't it wild that you, you start out at that number one, then you look up, you're like, wow, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that's really the the case here. Because hey, we, it's just like, we did something a little special for episode 10 back in the day. Okay? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that was a that was a milestone. <laughs> yeah, we celebrated ten because we didn't think we'd make it. That's right. Now let me see if I got this right. If I remember the first episode I ever heard of y'all, it was two guys in a park, and your show was actually a half hour. <laughs> well, was it in a park? Um, I don't know if or it was outside in a... somewhere. I had that sense. Yeah, we we may have um, the first one we did Skype. I think we Skyped in both of us yeah, because we wanted to see what that worked out. First one was Skype. Didn't went didn't work too good, so we went to the Shack. Right. Went, which, by the way, they still sell that mixer. I saw it the <laughs> other day at the Shack. Wow. I don't um, ever remember doing a show outside. Or I mean, we've done like I think it was the Skype thing because remember there was that there was that recording issue where it wasn't recording us at the right yeah. time. One would be in, in front of the other, but you, but we were a half hour back then, and that was. Uh, that's because we didn't think we could go longer than that. <laughs> and then the reason it's not that way now, and this is widely known, is right. because we promoted Bill to full time. Oh, that wasn't the answer I was expecting. <laughs> you know, Bill's been with us since since the beginning as our VO guy, and then he would uh, occasionally have a special guest star role, and then for some reason, uh, maybe on a night full of not hardly any sleep, I um, decided it would be a good idea to promote Bill to full-time, and ever since then, it's been really hard to do a 45-minute show. Now, you and Frank have been hitting the absinthe hard for hours at that point, and then I, I just asked. It seemed like the timing worked out. Hmm. Well, to be honest with you, your show so good, people really don't notice. Oh, well, that's, they do. that's good to hear, because sometimes we worry about you know <clears throat> going too long or whatever. It's truly overkind. It is. You can tell when you, people love what they're doing. And when they love what they're doing, you, you're in it right in there with them. And let me tell you, you this, you're one of those shows that help work go fast, you know? Thank you. Oh, wow. that, that actually means a lot, believe it or not. Because uh, I stopped listening to this podcast years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so to you, it sounds like we actually enjoy what we're doing? Absolutely. Wow. That's really cool, man. That is really See, cool. Brad, those acting jobs are working out. Right. It's the uh, the improv uh, classes uh, uh, my wife is, uh, was taking. It's rubbing off on us. How is your show going? Uh, the same way. You know, I, I, I got people who commit to come into a basement. Especially <laughs> we, we, we actually started out with an iPod with a mic, and we oh. crowd around the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now you guys, uh, you guys got that uh, window unit uh, air conditioner going for you. I mean, you probably don't need it now, right now, but uh, you know, it's all uh, it's all good now. You got uh, you got the studio oh, of your well, dreams. Yeah, it took a long time to figure out how to solve that solving problem. Okay, but we we, <laughs> we got it solved. And nice. now you know, now that we all, the other guys have branched off into their own shows. Lori with uh, her Carbon Book Road show, and um, uh, Daryl and his Nothing's On, and. You know, it's really getting cool. So I, I, I feel like an old podcaster. You're like it's better than feel like an old geek. Well, you've been around for quite a while too. You're like Happy Days, and the other shows are like spinoffs. Oh, good one. You're like the original. Yeah. You could say the same thing about us too, I guess. Yeah. Kind of very Joni loves Chachi kind of way. <laughs> you don't want to be Joni loves Chachi. There is nothing wrong with that. 
Legion of Dudes is totally Joey Loves Chachi. Fantastic. <laughs> Yay. I'm going to I'm going to cut that out, that little sentence out for a nice sound bite. That's awesome. So, which one's Aaron Moran? It's Johnny? It's Johnny, right? Mm, it might be Jordan actually. One. Might be Jordan. I don't know, man. She was uh back in the day, we didn't have many uh better choices, but uh cuz I mean, we all thought she was kind of cute, but She's a. Uh, I think the about the best I can say about her these days is she was a very handsome woman. So, uh, tell us, packing. tell us about a, a hidden gem that you think we should know about. A hidden gem, hmm. Hidden gem. As a matter of fact, I was going through the the books the other week, and I came across my mages heroes discovered by that, Matt Wagner. You know, I've never read Mage. At all, but I've heard so many good things about it. So, what's it called again? I'm sorry. This was this was before you know. I mean, the, the indies exploded into the indie that they became in the middle '80s, and uh, and then branched off into what became Image. And Matt Wagner did the art, the writing, and the covers, and there's just some amazing covers. It's an excellent story too. Mage. It's about a guy who carries a an enchanted baseball bat, right? And there is a reason for that, and the reason is, is, a, is a great twist. Okay, well, don't spoil that, because that is one thing I've, I've often seen and wondered. Maybe I should pick that up, because it's I've always heard people speak so highly of it. So, Mage by Matt Wagner. Matt Wagner, doesn't he do Grendel? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's another excellent, but that came out of Mage. Now, mm. what, 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 would, what did you say, the hero defined, what did you call it? It's called Mage, the Hero Discovered. Now, is that the first Mage story? Yes, Hero Defines the second one. Okay, okay. The Mage, the Hero Discovered, and then the Hero Defined. Okay, uh, good. What year? What year is this? Wow, he put out Mage back in 82, 83. Ooh, wow. It's, it's pretty, it goes back a ways. And when you get to my age, you can say that, back a ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, man, we're there with you. Should I was, if, uh, if you ever decide to, the Jim Starling Dreadstar collection, mm-hmm. the very first ones, they finally collected them, that they used to be in a Marvel magazine uh, called Epic Illustrated. Yes. They finally collected them into a hardcover volume. And that is another, it's because it, it was an experimentation of writing, how panel work was done, uh, different shades of coloring, black and white, the way, you know, really good black and white. I mean, there's a few artists that, that that capture that, but there's some people who go a little crazy with the black and white. But this is back in the day when this was all experiment, experimental. They went outside the usual six panels per page and splash page theme of comic books because because Matt Wagner, Jim Starling, the artists like that did a lot of experimentation, a lot of stuff that people ate today. You know, I mean, people, everyone knows Dark Knight, but I'm saying if you can see the, the Wagner stuff and the Starling stuff from the 80s, it's just fantastic. Frankie, you're, That's te- so you're writing cool. down what everybody yeah, says. Actually, yeah, I used to, um, uh, I still do, but uh, I just loved, loved, loved Jim Starlin's work back in the <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, I was going to say, you're speaking his language now. Yeah, I was a big uh, uh, warlock uh, guy. Uh, pretty much anything um, Starlin did. It, it just killed me that um, Starlin uh, let Ron Lim do the uh, the art uh, duties on the Infinity um <laughs> trilogy 
whatever you want to call that. I've never had a problem with Ron Lim. No, you know, if Ron Lim has got the right inker, he can be really, it can be really uh, good looking. I'm trying to remember who inked uh, uh, the first series, but uh, it was a very precise inker, kind of a Terry Austin, you know, very fine lines and stuff. And it looked great. Um, He also did, uh, um, didn't Ron Lim did uh, Death of the New Gods, didn't he? And um, you wouldn't uh, know. Why am I asking you? I don't know, man. Yes, Ron Lim did the art uh, for the Death of the New Gods, which was written by Starlin no. and uh, covers by Starlin. No. Okay, for the Infinity Gauntlet, the inking chores was uh, shared by Joseph Rubenstein and Tom Christopher. I just huh. happen to have it in my hand. Excellent. Now, Bill, the the artist you just mentioned, yeah. Ron, Ron Lim. Ron Lim. The, um, did he have George any? George Perez did the first one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Perez. That that may be what I'm thinking of there um yeah because i've i've it's been a little while since i've read them i just um uh maybe maybe i'm thinking of the uh the death of the new gods uh miniseries because i i remember thinking wow ron Lim is still you know hanging with uh starlin which is great um but it's well, like 20 years of, they've been together now yeah you could see a lot of starlin influence in Lim, even though he kind of he, he, you could see he puts his own flavor on things yeah but you could tell the Starlin influence. But I know what you mean. It's, 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 when you saw Jim Starlin, you know you, he's not a bad writer. You were just like, you, you, I got to have the art, too. That Starling art just, it, back in the 80s and the 70s, if it said cosmic, you was expecting Jim Starling art. Yeah. And, uh, and so, but when usually it, you got it. Else, but George Frez, he's such a solid artist. George Frez has, has, has been the most consistent artist ever the same. And for all those artists who say, oh, this is too much work. I, I, it's taken me a long time to get it done. Oh, you know what? Just Perez could do that. He did Christ the Infinite Earth. He had he had 60 characters on one panel. And you know what? A lot of his stuff came out on time, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> no excuses. Well, no, it says here, um, uh, so this happened in 1991. George Perez uh, was signed on to pencil that six-issue uh, Infinity Gauntlet series. Um, but he was suffering from some, um, some stresses and, um, he ended up leaving the project, uh, kind of while working issue number four, um, with Ron Lim, uh, replacing him. But Perez did remain to ink, um, over Lim's cover art for the remainder of those six issues. And, um, yeah, I'm sure that we can find out what's, you know, what's up with the rest of it. But, uh, I, I don't know. That's kind of wool gathering. Well, cool. Cool, I'm going to check out... One other hidden gem. Yes, sir. Jim Starling is about to put out the third part to a a story he did in the 90s called Breed. Breed. I believe he's going to republish the first two, and if he does, if you really want to read a totally different story, Breed, Jim Starling's Breed is just excellent. I I believe he wrote and drew that one. I I don't have my issues in hand to know for sure, but I saw the announcement, and I'm quite excited because I've been waiting... For quite a few years, for this last part of the story, what, huh. ge- what ca- type of genre story is it? Uh, I would say sci-fi, mystic, horror, kinda. Okay. It starts from the Vietnam War until, I guess, in the nineties would be current time. Okay. Cool. So wow. that's Jim Starling's breed. So, okay. So the the again, first Jim Starling was a master of epic before we knew what epic was. Oh mm-hmm. yes, absolutely, sir. Um, so the first series has been collected into a trade paperback, Breed, the Book of Genesis. Um, and uh, Breed, uh, so the Breed uh, first one was from January to June 94, and Breed 2 ran from November 94 to April 95. Um, Breed 3 was planned and started, but was never completed 
nor published. Uh, Jim Starlin says there are four issues of Breed, three in various states completion, and uh, Malibu Comics going under is what uh, what caused all that. Um, so they were talking yeah. about maybe collecting the entire Breed tale into one large, huge, massive graphic novel. Um, so who knows, man? Um, uh, he does say he would like to finish off Breed, quote unquote. Um, he just said they've just never found a publisher for it. So look out, well, boys. The announcement's going to come out this summer. Well, go, hey, go buy uh, Breed 1, Breed 2, and uh, maybe you'll get that Breed 3. <laughs> I love, I, I, I've, I've never heard of this stuff, and this is so cool uh, hearing it from uh, somebody that, uh, you know, somebody that has a voice, somebody that, uh, you know, that I would consider trustworthy. So you rock, man. This is excellent. Hey, Umar. So I'm on your website and uh, episode 171, Media Talk. You want to pimp that mm-hmm. episode? Oh, yeah. We, uh, 171 was Media Talk. We just re- we, we decided to do a separate show to review all the TV movies and trailers that come out. And we also review uh, audio books and um, whatever comes to mind as part of media. We, we've branched it off from the show. But upcoming, we're going to celebrate the life of the life of Leslie Nielsen because that man <laughs> needs to be celebrated as much as possible. That's a great. That's think, awesome. <laughs> but she had her music. I think she had her music. <clears throat> I love Leslie Nielsen, and I'm sad that he's uh, that he's gone. So I'll, I'll, uh, that's awesome. I'm glad you're doing that. You know, it's like everybody can agree on Leslie Nielsen. That's one of the. That's one of the few things that, that surely nobody on this planet. Could disagree that Leslie Nielsen is pretty kick-ass. I don't disagree and stop I mean, calling me Shirley. Like you disagree <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. There we go. So, I mean, this is the kind of thing that could end up. Yeah, this could end world conflict, you know. So, can everybody please agree that Leslie Nielsen was awesome? Yes. Thank you. Now. Okay, guys. I can't Thanks a lot. Happy 200. All right. Thank you, brother. And good luck to you. We're all counting on you. I was trying to give you an edit point. I know. Don't you land? I can't tell. You can tell me I'm a doctor. No, I mean I'm just not sure. Or can't you take a guess? Well, not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours. <laughs> ah, such awesomeness. I, I still think that airplane, airplane, in my humble opinion, and you know, there's a lot of movies that deserve to be in in you know mentioned here so i realize it's my subjective list but i think airplane may be the funniest movie ever made it may be yeah go ahead go ahead caller you're on caller hello go ahead caller hello oh snap hi ashley who's this ashley Ashley. i don't know but here you are how are you I'm good. What's up, Miss Ashley? I'm cleaning up my lunch. Gross. A bit late for that. <laughs> well, I fell asleep after I ate. After, so for, what, so what, what, for what? six hours? Now, that's the life I want. You fell asleep after eight. After I ate my lunch. Oh. And I'm cleaning it up now. Come on, Brad. Oh, I see. Okay. Come, Come on, here. Brad. Yeah, I, um, I, I want that life. I want to eat... And then just fall asleep for six hours. <laughs> you need to be a baby or a teenager. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, no. Ashley, how how do we know you? How are you attached to the show? We don't know that. How? For those listening who <laughs> who don't know who you are. Oh, I am Brad's daughter. There you go. Thank okay. you. Yay! Yay! Lovely daughter. And there's much rejoicing. Yay! Mm-hmm. 
So what are you doing today? Um, I went to my friend's house last night, and I had, we didn't go to sleep till like, 3-ish. And then I came home around <laughs> 11.30, and then my mom took me to Highland Village in Flower Mound. Fantastic. Job application. Wow. Yeah, she filled out. How many did you fill out the other day? I can't hear you. So, how many of those did you fill out the other day? Yesterday? I oh. filled out six, and I still have one more to do online. Crazy. So, um, so what type of jobs did you did you uh, try out for? Um, I think five of the six were clothing stores. And one was a home decor store. Okay. And then I, I still have an old Navy one to fill out. Okay. Well, so, not I, I will consider a career in physics. physics? I mean, not for me. It's too late for me. But for you, Ashley, it's not too late for you. So, you know, grab that brass ring. Now, did you did you uh, try out for Holsteaders? Or what? Is it called Holsteaders? Holsteaders? Hollister? Hollister? No. No, I didn't. Okay. Because they have a they have a rule there that yeah. you either work in the back or the front. Ugly people work in the back, good looking people work in the front. So if you want to get judged I'd that way in the back, right? <laughs> no. Well, you'll have to find out. Of course not. You would be on the front row, <laughs> Dude, you're no, slam but dunk. That's, that's actually something they do there. They they got called out on that. Out. Really? Wow. Yeah. Are you okay? I just my toe. Do we yeah, need to I call somebody? I, it's everything's fine. Do we need to hit the defibrillator? The no, toilator? Clear. Okay, <laughs> Ashley. Ashley, give us Bye. your hidden gem. What My is hidden gem? What is people what are people missing out on? I think Ashley's hidden gem is minimum wage. <laughs> Late- <laughs> lately, I know Ashley lately has um she's in radio class at, at high school and so she's been she gets to play music every day, so she's really into music lately. That is awesome. So what would be a, 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 a group that you've discovered lately that maybe not a lot of people know about? Uh, like that a lot of people don't know I listen to or a lot of people just don't really know about? A lot no, of people they, may not know about. And you want them to know about because you think it's so good. I... Um, hold on, I have to think. Uh, just to, just to kind of give you something okay. like a, there's an album that I really like by an artist called um, Billy Bragg. Wham. Yeah, the, the name of the album was called Workers Playtime. Mm-hmm. Came out in let me 1988, and it's one of these relationship uh, albums where it's just you go through the phases of the relationship and stuff like that. There's some other songs on it, of course, but there's just there's some really good lines in there, and I think he just at times he just speaks the truth yeah. about being in a in a in a in a relationship that's not working out. I, I want, I, I've, I've got that album. Let me uh, let me sing one of the songs for you. Mm-hmm. Howdy, wife. What's going no, on? No, that's not. No, that's Is something complete. Is that a strange person in my bedroom? Nobody, nobody gets other that reference. Two of us <laughs> will understand what you're talking about. <laughs> that makes it all the better. <laughs> but uh, try Billy Bragg, uh, Workers' Playtime. It also has the line in it. Um, <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty, which is awesome. He screams it mm-hmm. at the end uh, when he just can't take any more of this world, and it's just—it's really well done. So. Yes, 
and of Work course playtime. Welcome to the State okay. Fair of <laughs> Texas. Can you can you think of something, Ashley? Um, I really there's a new band that I found, and they're called Pathway to Providence. Pathway and to Providence. So they're from Rhode Island. Yeah. I really don't know. <laughs> what kind of music is it? A, I can play it. No, just no, tell no. me what kind of you, you have to describe it with your no, words. Play it real loud and hold the phone up to the speakers. <laughs> no. Hold the okay, phone up to the Marshall Stack well, man. There it's kind of like acoustic like I don't really know how to describe it cuz this it changes throughout the song. Okay, well don't forget that music is cyclical like fashion. So what was hip 20 years ago roughly is back in. Um don't include hair bands, but uh you want to be cool, man, uh, you need to hit people to uh you know, they need to know who the uh, the Smiths are, and they need to know who, uh, you know, old Susan the Banshees, and I don't know, maybe throw a little flipper at them, you know? Um, you know Black Flag always works. Um, yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, whatever you do, um, always play explicit music because uh, people uh, people can see your fronting if you don't. Well, we're not allowed to play anything that deals with any type of religion, drugs, Sex or profanity. Okay. And one of the kids that plays in my group decided to play G6, and he's not allowed to play music anymore. What is that? Ew. G6? Yeah. That one by, I think it's Far East Movement. It's, they're like an Asian band. I'm not really sure. But okay, but it, but it had some questionable it lyrics. Talk, it talks about getting drunk. Ah, okay. That's all it talks about. Providence, okay. pr- pathway so to Providence. To pathway to Providence, got it. Yeah. And then there's another one called Hot Shell Ray. It's hot Shell is C-H-E-L-L-E, and Ray is R-A-E. And they have some good stuff. Cool. And then, do you remember that cover of Teenage Dream I played you, Daddy? Yes. Okay, there's this group called Boyce Avenue, and they just do covers of a bunch of popular songs and it's they're completely different from the um from the original songs voice still really good. voice avenue voice. no voice with a b voice B-O- avenue oh okay yeah b-o-y-c-e and then avenue yeah all right cool well thank you for calling in ashley you're welcome i love you very much love you too you're cool ashley see you soon Take care, Bye. Ash. Bye. 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 Um, you know, there I do have uh, another hidden gem, but I can't remember the name of this movie. So mm-hmm. let, let me kind of put this out there for a little bit. Maybe they can help us. Dune. The movie, there, I'm going to describe a scene in the movie, which I thought was very telling. It, the it sci-fi a, adaptation of Dune. It was a low budget. <laughs> it was a low budget movie. But it was about this artist who painted the most beautiful picture in the world. And at one point in this movie, they had to depict the painting. And the whole thing is just like, how are they going to do it? How are they going to do it? Finally, they show this most beautiful painting. And it's a frame that's just lit up from the back. So it's all white. So people interpreted it different ways. Boo. It was good. It was a good movie. Go ahead, caller. Who's this? Did you find that to be a cop out? Jordan from Jersey. Jordan. Jordan. How's it going, buddy? Good. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Jordan from Jersey is a member of the Legion of Dudes. And he's also on... The Walking yes. Dead TV the Walking podcast. Dead. Yes. Walking Dead TV podcast. You getting geared up for the season finale tonight, Jordan? 
I am definitely. I cannot wait. You know, I uh, not not spoiling anything, but I really like the twist that they did in, totally in episode five. Out of left field, wasn't it? Which is, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. They um, they end up going to the CDC and let into a building instead of a prison. It looks like they're going to be hanging out in a in a, in the CDC bunker. Well, we talked about it on wow, our, on that's our, a pretty radical departure from the comic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, we talked about it on our episode, but there was a recent interview with Kirkman where he said that when he wrote the book, he had no idea that the the main CDC office building really? was in Atlanta. Oh, Are you really? serious? Yeah. He had zero idea. He's Isn't so that right, Jordan? smarter than us. That shocks That's me. Great. He would know something that that basic. Because heck, even I know CDC's in Atlanta. <laughs> I didn't know that. I did. So I thought. When, you know, as a matter of fact, when we were watching the show, I thought. Well, isn't that convenient? There's a CDC office in downtown Atlanta. No, huh, no huh. the CDC. I had office no idea. Is in downtown Atlanta. I used to. Um, well, we used to all work for the same company, and I worked on the healthcare division. A lot of times, we yeah. had to get information with the CDC. So that's how I knew it was there. Okay. But anyway, Jordan, wonderful to hear from you, man. So wow. how's uh, so? What's new? Well, I have a hidden gem for you guys. Oh, can't wait to oh, hear it! Oh, delicious, Jordan, lay it I, on uh, us. I went to my DVD case and uh, I found one that I don't think anybody else I know has ever seen this movie, but it's it's interesting. I'll put it that way. You guys, a lot of you watch Lost, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you know how, like, towards the end of season one, beginning of season two, you started to see in flashbacks all the characters would cross over with each other, so somebody's in the background of this scene, or they met this person at a bar, and it's like, well, that's weird that they would run into each other beforehand. Right, yeah. right. There's this movie called Bug from 2002, and it, there's not really too many stars in it. The biggest names are Brian Cox and Jamie Kennedy. Um, Jamie Kennedy's not really normally my type of humor, but this movie is, it starts out with a little kid steps on a bug, you know, it's a butterfly effect. It affects a few different people's lives, and those changes affect a few other people's lives until they all come together in the end in a kind of surprising way. And it's 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 a quirky comedy. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but if you, you look at this movie, there's a couple different movies called Bug on IMDb, but if you look at the one called two, in 2002 called Bug, it's just kind of a really cool, weird little movie. Okay. 2002, it's a comedy called Bug. Um, yes. And it it just sounds like everyone's kind of connected in some sort of way, you know, in, in uh, very weird ways. Um, you know, going along those lines, there was a movie called I think it was called Twenty Dollars, and it was about a twenty dollar bill, and it followed that twenty dollar bill around, kind of maybe, but, it, but it's not quirky like your bug movie, but it's it's kind of that similar thing where it just kind of follows and see how this one twenty dollar bill affects people. You know, and sometimes positively, sometimes negatively, you know, like huge bad ways. The choices they make with that twenty dollar bill. But uh, so, bug, huh? Bug, yes. All right, I'm gonna look up the the director right now. So, what are you thinking of? Uh, um, hey, have you seen Harry Potter by any chance? I have not seen a single Harry Potter movie, actually. Oh, Jordan, I would have thought you would, you would have been like like uh, that would have been kind of up up your alley. And stuff. I have, I'm uh, not. Huge into the medieval fantasy okay. or modern medieval fantasy at all. It's just I have not a, my bag. I have a comment. I went to the movie theater the other day because I was bored and I ended up uh, going to see Harry Potter You'll seven point one. Right. I only thought I was bored. Really? And then when I realized halfway through that I was extremely bored, I got up and left. Oh my gosh! You've been doing that lately. You didn't make it through Inception either. Absolutely nothing happened in the first half of that movie. Okay. I've heard it was... I have never left a movie early, and I went to see The Happening, which was 
Oh, dear. Uh, I went... Yeah, my wife and I were fortunate enough to uh, procure a uh, a babysitter so we could go watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, the only movie we ever walked out of was, and I probably told the story eight or 90 times, uh, probably once every two episodes, but uh, a buddy of mine went and saw Godzilla 1985. Uh, this... Uh, was in 1985 of course and uh turns out that um um old ironsides yeah uh was the only uh american actor in it and that has nothing to do with the fact that we walked out on it but it turned out we we thought uh we were getting a little bait and switch basically and uh godzilla 1985 was not good and we left about uh, 15 minutes in and i uh, went over and watched one of the best movies of the 80s real genius you know um uh, concerning godzilla, godzilla 1985 right you almost I, said Gonzalez, didn't Gonzalez, you? Gonzalez, 1985. Um, I kind of stopped watching it on cable mm-hmm. when I saw that they had a there was some product placement, but I thought this was weird product placement. There was a Dr. Pepper machine in the middle of the war room of the Pentagon. Really? If you remember that? Maybe you didn't get that far. In no, the scene, we didn't get that far. But there was a there's just a Dr. Pepper oddly placed in this giant war room. Well, now now you gotta you gotta be nice here because the Japanese are famous for uh, vending machines of all types. If I and worked in the war room, any place. Mm-hmm. If I was fortunate enough to work in the war room, mm-hmm. there would be a Dr. Pepper machine. Now, in the I, have, That's a great I have idea. nothing wrong with the Dr. Pepper machine. I think that if it was mm-hmm. around the corner, maybe by the elevator, yeah. that's fine. But right next to the radar machine where right. they're monitoring everything, that just seems kind of weird. It was very well placed. Well, I mean, at 10, 2, and 4. Mm. It has nothing uh, on, um, oh my gosh. I was watching, I think it was the Colbert Report last week, but... Uh, he did a little piece on um, how many of the soap operas that uh, our mothers uh, grew up with and their mothers before them grew up on, Guiding Light as World Turns, you know, yada, yada, yada. Well, two or three of these 70-plus-year-old soap operas have been canceled in the last few months. Yeah. And uh, the point of the article or the point of the, uh, the, the piece was how Days of Our Lives seems to have found a way to stay on the air. And they go to a scene. I tried to describe this to uh, uh, my boy Johnny Snicker last night. Uh, I don't, I didn't, don't think I did a good job. But twenty-year-old uh, 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 blonde hottie is sitting in the kitchen, um, getting some breakfast together. The boyfriend uh, walks in through the archway. He goes, "Hey, honey, what's up?" She turns around, and goes, "Oh, I'm having some breakfast." He goes, "Really? What you having?" At that point, she grabs a box of Cheerios, puts it down plain as day in front of her, and. It's not just, hey, I'm having Cheerios. I love Cheerios. Don't you love Cheerios? I love Cheerios, baby. And they move on to the scene. No, she goes into the sales pitch. It was <laughs> it was literally surreal watching this. I mean, don't you know that Cheerios has a full day supply of folic acid, and that can help to lower birth defects and this and that? And she just goes on and on and on. And it had to have been, it was like a 30-second live spot. It was unbelievable. And uh, they had uh, two examples of that. I forget what the other one was. But, I mean, it was literally a commercial with any – it was – there was so little subtlety to it. They weren't <laughs> even – I mean, they, they basically weren't even – they did everything but hold it up like one of the Price is Right girls and turn <laughs> to the camera. I mean, it was the sales pitch. It was like watching a 30-second-long commercial for So, it. as opposed to just getting a bowl, it's like, yeah. hey, can some Cheerios? Boom, boom, boom. Eat the cereal. No, they give the pitch of the whole Yes, movie. so now uh, i got to admit, thank Bam! you. Uh, my mother and grandmother were both NBC soap opera people, so while I was never obsessed or watched them on a regular basis, yes, I've watched a lot of episodes of Days of Our Lives in my life. None in the last 20 years, so, you know, 
so you know I'm I'm okay there. But uh, man, that if I if I was sitting there watching Days of Our Lives and that happened, I would be out. I mean, you know, because there's there's ways to throw product placement in there, you know, and get people's attention and say, ooh, maybe I want one of those without having to do that. And um, you know, I just think that the uh, the consumer loses. So it's a drag for us. One more time, the name of that movie was Bug. The movie's called Bug, and it's from 2002. So you get a chance to check it out. It's kind of a weird little movie. Bug. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks for calling, Jordan. Thank you, buddy. Well, thank you for putting out an awesome show, guys. <laughs> thank you, Jordan. Thanks. Bye, buddy. Have a good week. All right. Bye. Man, somebody, uh, uh, I should. I meant to ask him about, uh-huh. since he's kind of a movie guy, right. he probably wouldn't know that movie. The movie about the painting. I bet he would, actually. The portrait of Dorian Gray. I seem movie? to remember had something with mermaids in the title. Really? But it wasn't the Cher movie. Have you Googled it? Yeah, I tried. I, I, I don't know enough of the description. There was nobody in the movie. It, it, was, have, it, it was low budget. Okay, so it didn't have Nick Cage and Barbara Hershey in it then. Mm-mm. Well, okay, that narrows things down quite a bit. That dog is going to be your friend forever now. She already is. Um, just as long as she likes you better than uh, she likes me. Lines are open. Call in now. Nine seven two seven nine eight three three. Uh let's do really let's do I've done several of mine. Oh, I got of, one of real mine. quick. Yeah. Peter David is my favorite author at DC a while back for a while he wrote the Supergirl comic and he had some plans and this version what, of Supergirl what, was what version of Supergirl? It was uh Linda Danvers and she was a an, like an earthbound angel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He had plans for the book. It got cut short, and at the time, Dan DiDio said, we're going to start a couple of, like, girl books. Mm-hmm. He said, don't worry. We'll have Mephisto bring her back. Uh-huh. And he said, take your – we want you to write one of these uh, books for us. Take your ideas for uh, Supergirl and turn it into this book. So he started writing a book called Fallen Angel. DC published uh, 20 issues of it. And really? It, it is now being – Published by IDW. I will continue this thought after this phone call. That's uh, intriguing. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Uh, hello, this is Devin Bruce, a.k.a. Dr. Teeth. Yeah. Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth. How's it going, He's man? He's the leader of my favorite band. <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you. Uh, it's good. It's cold. Where are you located? In Dallas. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Canada. Wow, that counts. Edmonton. Uh, I was there um, last year sometime. And was it cold? Yeah. It was cold, yes. Isn't it kind of amazing to think you can be like at the very top end of Minnesota and think, where in God's name am I right now? And then you think to yourself, 99% of Canada is north of where I am. Uh-huh. The most southern place. I mean, I realize. Actually, you 100%. Like, I realize you got like the, you know, the Toronto, you know, he says southern Ontario dips down a little bit. But yeah. uh, for the most part. Anywhere in Canada is farther north than you could possibly imagine. I've been as close as Niagara Falls and north central Montana. Um, and that was amazing. We were there in June, and the uh, the sun stayed up until, God, I swear, uh, there was still daylight out at like 1030 at night. It was crazy. So, Devin? Yeah, in the summertime, in the summertime uh, sun doesn't go down until about 1030. Uh, right wow. now, the sun went down at... Probably around quarter after five. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I mean, hey, you know, uh, even down here in Tejas, uh, um, 
you know the the shortest days of the uh, the year. Um, it's going to get dark by five thirty down here. So mm. now I, I would expect like sun comes up about eleven and goes down about three. But um, you know, no, that's not how it works. And I'm glad that's not quite. how it works for you guys too, because you need your sunlight up there. You know. Hey Devin, yeah. so um, so are you just calling us on your phone or are you on Skype or yep. something? Um, no, just my regular phone. Wow, is this a long distance call for you? Pardon? Is this a long distance call for you? Oh yeah. Oh, very long distance. Maybe we should ask if you've got a point you need to get to. (laughs) Yeah, tell us about your hidden gem. Hey, because I could just talk about stuff for about twenty minutes or so, but you probably wouldn't like that. Uh, Yeah, I'm aware. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, snap! Snap! Devin, share some love with us. What you got? What do you want to share with everyone? I think my little cup um, that just cost uh, cost him about thirty five cents. Yeah, well, that was worth it then. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, my hidden gem is actually a movie that's not really well liked among a lot of people, but I think it's really really funny. Uh, it's called Noises Off. Have any? Has any? I love that too? movie. Yeah. Yeah, I seriously do. Good, good, because. I mean, everyone that I've shown it to likes it, but when it came out, um, it was just like, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and it's not wow. funny, and I'm like, I disagree. I, I mean, there's parts of it that are slow, but it is one of the funniest movies I think I've ever seen. So, describe it Describe it for us. Give us give us the plot points. And it is based on a play. It was a, it was a stage play first. Yeah, it was, it was a play first. Um, it's, uh, basically, it's, it's three acts, and it's all about... Um, this company who's trying to put on this farce. Um, so the first half, of, the first third of the play is the dress rehearsal where they're, you know, running their lines and screwing up and messing up. Um, and then the second half is, I think they're like three, six weeks into production, and you get to see it from the back. So you get to see all of the uh, the action, you know, them running off stage and they're all their personal problems getting in the way. And then the third part of the movie is um again from the front but like three months in where everyone hates each other oh and, no uh they're forgetting the lines and some of them are drunk and <laughs> it's it's just the slow collapse of the play it is really really funny well as we all know denim elliott doesn't drink water because fish make love in it <laughs> that's right that's right my uh, and, uh indiana jones <laughs> reference yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got one. <laughs> this is an all-star cast, man. My, Carol Burnett, John great. Ritter, Christopher Reeve, et cetera, et cetera. It has um, that <laughs> that second act is hilarious because oh, it's so good because they are trying to the play is falling apart behind the scenes as to infighting with people sleeping with each other. Um, one woman not wanting to go on, so they're trying to get her understudy on. But the understudy is required to go out in her lingerie. Nice. Yeah. And she doesn't want to do it. Is that and Nicolette so, Sheridan? Yeah. Well, Nicolette Sheridan is the main one, and her understudy is that woman from Airplane, the stewardess. Julie Haggerty. Yeah. And Which so, I just watched last night, actually. Oh, really? Surely you, you can't good be man. <laughs> hey, you'll like this. Mark Lynn Baker is in that movie. Yeah. Oh, I don't know who that is. Come on! Sorry. Cancel the show! Cousin <laughs> Larry. We're not doing episode 201. Cousin Larry. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. God, Frank. I'm not good with acting. I know who he is. I know Dude, who Cousin Larry is. You're going to break me. the Zoom when you so do that. angry. 
<laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's a that's a great. Uh, uh, sorry, I know you were talking about, but I just kind of got excited about it because that is a fun movie. <laughs> it's it's really really funny, and you know, like uh, I actually looked it up on Wikipedia just so that I would you know if you had any questions about it, I would be able to tell you. Um, but who was it? Uh, Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs down. Um, oh no! Uh, it says it's a. Uh, the uh, the review in the New Yorker said it's a production that grows increasingly impossible to watch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what worse um, than Texasville? Mm. Yeah, like, I, and someone said it was one of the worst movies ever made. Who was that? Wow, Goodness. Frank Rich. Frank Rich said it was it's the funniest play ever written and the worst movie, one of the worst movies ever made. And well, I really disagree. I I, very I have to disagree with that too. It's it's you know it's it's. It's just funny. There's just so many funny things happening well, in that movie. I mean, it's directed by Peter Bogdanovich, mm-hmm. and you know that right there carries a little bit of weight to it. Personally, I think uh, Bogdanovich's last good film was Voyage to the Planet of Prehistoric Women. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> really, not um, not that Texas one. Uh, oh, I can't. Texasville. Not Texas just reference that, sir. <laughs> what other Peter? Uh, you know, they also did. Um, What's up, Doc? Which was we've been talking about about that a lot at work. Mm-hmm. That movie with uh, Ryan O'Neill and Barbara uh, Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Voyage to the Planet of Prehistoric Women is considered public domain. This is according to Wikipedia. So you can, uh, um, if you go to Wikipedia and go to the Voyage to the Planet of Prehistoric Women page, uh, you can follow a link to download this public domain movie <laughs> starring Mamie right. Van Doren. If you if if the people out there aren't f- familiar with that title, they may also know it as the Gill Women of Venus. Really, <laughs> excellent. Well, and and Roger Corman uh, was one of the producers in that movie, so you know that's that's where you're heading. So so Devin, yep. have you ever seen the play of Noise? I have actually. I I saw a community theater production of it, and uh, it was it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked the movie better, but that yeah. may have just been. <laughs> the version that I saw. Well, it, it, community theater, you know, it, it can run the gamut. It can either be really good. Or it depends on the community, right? It depends on the actors yeah. that they get and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. I saw a community version of it too, and it was actually very good. They they did a good job of it. That's a I I would um, I strongly recommend what what uh, what Devin is saying. Noises off. Yeah, it's, it's a really really one of one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, also kind of an along the same lines of that. If you guys haven't seen Clue, the movie. Clue is an awesome movie. I've never seen it. It's very good. Clue, wow. It's it's similar in the sense that it's, you know, kind of a uh running around doors slamming and, and opening and slamming uh and very very funny and a great cast in that as well. So. Really clue uh, really quickly before before we <laughs> let uh Devin go. Um when it came out Depending on which theater you want to see it to, you would see a different ending. Yeah. There were yeah. three different endings, and now when you watch the movie, DVD or VHS or whatever, they put all three endings on. Mm-hmm. They, like you, The movie ends, and you think, and it goes, and they say something like, well, it could have ended that way. Maybe it ended this way. And then they do the second one, mm-hmm. and then they go, second. oh, but here's how it really ended. And then they do the, the third one. Martin Mull is in it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really Curry. good. Yeah, Tim Curry. It's really good. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, so, you, you know, you know who's also in Noises Off, Brad Christopher Reeve. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. I'll have to watch yeah. it. Yeah, Carol Burnett, Christopher Reeve, Michael Caine, John Ritter, Nicolette Sheridan, Marklin Baker. It's great. It's a great, great movie. I look forward to this list you're going to email us later. You bet. All these things. <laughs> all right. Thanks for calling in, Devin. Thanks, guys. And thank you have for listening, buddy.
Oh, no problem, man. All right. Bye. Thanks. He wasn't asking for me there, was he? No. Thank goodness. Um, okay, Brad, finish your thought on Fallen Angel. Um, Peter David wrote this book called Fallen Angel. For a long time, it was wondered, you know, it was a... And, and, not the, and not to sidetrack you, but is this what he wanted Supergirl to be? Or Well, for a long time, people were wondering if this character was actually Linda Danvers. Okay. Because she went by the name Lee. She was redhead like Linda Danvers. Um, it was... Uh, it takes place in the city in New Orleans called Bet Noir. Okay. And uh, apparently the city... Everything revolves around... In the world, it revolves around what happens in this city. Okay. Hello. Go, go ahead, caller. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Going great. Who do we got All here? Right. That's my brother. Oh, this is your brother. He's not heavy. He's my brother. Really? Frank, you've known me longer than Brad. I know. <laughs> isn't That's weird. That's so weird. I just didn't recognize your voice. How you doing, man? Hi. We're on the way home from Mom and Dad. Cowboys won. We're all full. We ate some pie. Boys are almost asleep listening to Christmas music. Got the dog in the vehicle with us. Today is Kevin's is it 11th or 12th wedding anniversary. It's our, uh, yesterday was our 11th anniversary. Uh, congratulations, Fantastic. Kevin. That's great news, oh, man. That's right. It was the 4th. Yes, today's the 5th. Yes. 11 years. So uh, so how'd you, how'd you meet your wife? Church. Her mom played the organ at our church, and she said, Kevin, I have a daughter I'd like for you to meet. That's exactly what she sounds like, too. <laughs> and then there you go, 11 years later. Like those kind of stories don't usually end that well, though. Kevin's, it was um, cool. It started out good because, you know, I was in with the mother-in-law before anything ever happened. So, yeah. That Got helps. Part over <clears throat> Kevin's um, Facebook post, the day he woke up mm-hmm. uh, on his anniversary, says, uh, Today, Dana and I have been married for 11 years. It's cool to look back and see how well God can make a human and an alien work so well together. <laughs> hey, Kevin. No- that much word for word. I just read it off awesome. Facebook. Hey, Kevin, a, um, a while back you had suffered a, um, um, a seizure. I didn't really suffer it, though. It happened to me. Everyone around me suffered through it. I don't need to know it happened. Uh, but I guess no effects after, since that? Say again? Uh, no, I mean, uh, so you've been okay since then, so nothing's ever happened from it? Just that what one you time? Say? You've just had that I'm one seizure? <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, no, I've had two. One happened a couple years ago, and then one happened a year and a half after that one. And that we did all the tests, couldn't find anything out. Now I'm on anti-seizure meds. And I'm driving a home confidently right now. <laughs> okay, awesome. Kevin, do you, you want uh, to hear my favorite gem? Your hidden gem? Yeah, my favorite hidden gem. Yes, oh, please. Yes. That's why it's not all about me. Let's talk about gems. Okay. okay. What's your hidden gem? I don't know what a definition of a hidden gem is. I thought it was like a find Waldo thing, but I think it's more broad than that, right? Where's Waldo? What's something you enjoy okay. that that most people don't know about, and you you, you would like it to have more exposure? Got it. Uh, 
<laughs> I get it now, Frank. That's awesome. Are you having a Frank? seizure? I didn't even think about that until. Okay. Um. Uh, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Mr. T plays the voice of the policeman that's always trying to to bust Flintlock Woods, and he's the he's always trying to catch Flintlock Woods. And everyone, not everyone knows that that's Mr. T, but he busts through a huge Dorito, I guess. Because that's isn't that. When he crashes through this ginormous Dorito, the shape of him busting through it is in the shape of a T. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Is it? Um, is this the movie where the food falls from the sky? Exactly. Um, you know, just, just as an interesting side note, you know, that is based on a children's book, and the book and the movie are very different. It's based on a true story. Based on, it's a documentary. <laughs> and the filmed in real time. The events happen in real, real time. time. So what's the difference? Okay, thanks. <laughs> Kevin, thank you for calling and and and. Hey. Yes. Glad we got. My pleasure. I uh, consider all of you my brothers. Oh, fantastic! Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Oh, that's, that's why sweet. And brothers, happy lend- anniversary. No, I still anniversary episode thank, thank you, you sir thank you kevin i still don't understand what the uh what that phrase means but any excuse to get a hug you know i'm not gonna look at a gift horse in the mouth hey speaking of uh gift horses i don't that's not that wasn't a good segue um ready for some bad news cowboy fan yes does bryant yes i'm sitting there looking at my uh fantasy football scores wondering why des bryant isn't killing me it turns out he broke his ankle. Oh, yeah, man. He, I saw Des him, Bryant is gone. I saw him uh, on the ground in pain. We'll see him and Romo next year, apparently. Just what? in time for week one. Uh, and what position do you play? He's a wide receiver, and he's a darn good one. Mm. Okay, Kevin. That means he's a, a, he's a, a football catcher. I love you, brother. Football. Love you, too. Right. Like a brother. Oh, man. Talk to you Bye. later. That's like a pun or something, isn't it? Bye-bye. Okay, Brad, you better you better fill in your uh, your chance to talk about that book when you can. Uh, Fallen Angel, DC published twenty issues of Fallen Angel, all by the same artist, so it's really cool. It's just it's this mysterious woman who protects the city of Bet Noir, and it, everything that happens in Bet Noir dictates what else whatever happens in the rest of the world. Okay, uh, there's mystery to it. You don't you don't get her origin. You don't really know what it is. When they moved from when DC canceled the book, uh, IDW contacted Peter David and said, "We want to do this this book, so please come to IDW and do it." So he started there, and in the first five issues of that run, he he explained the story of Fallen Angel. You know, since it wasn't DC anymore, it, it obviously that she's not she doesn't her origins don't you know live in the DC universe, but. She's invulnerable. She she doesn't walk on the ground. She floats, you know, like an inch above the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 just it's just a really good mystery noir type, dark. Um, you know, at night she's a a vigilante, and during the day 
she's a, a softball coach now, at the really? girls' school. Now, what, what you're what you're holding there is that strictly uh, IDW is, or is that combination DC IDW? This is IDW's uh, printing of all twenty issues of the DC run, and they call it Volume Zero, Omnibus Volume Zero. Okay. They put out a volume one, which contains the first 21 issues of Peter David's Fallen Angel that IDW published. Once the rights reverted back to Peter David from from DC, then IDW could legally publish. could legally publish. Wow. Could legally publish um, these issues. So there's um, gosh, it's just so hard to describe, but it's so good. It's a mystery. It's uh Funny, you know, Peter David's always funny. He's got some pop culture references, and his humor is—you think it's going one way, and then it ends up being another way. I know you're really fond of him, especially his yeah. Hulk run. Yeah, it's just a really good story. Fallen Angel Volume Zero, Omnibus published. The Omnibus is published by IDW, but it's the first twenty. It's the only twenty issues of the DC run, and it's just a really interesting story, and uh. I'm, I finished this the other day, and so now I can start that volume one. I'm really looking forward cool. to it. Cool. Do we all know what Bete Noir means? Bete Noir. No. no. Do you? Yes. It is uh, a person or thing strongly detested or avoided. Um, it's uh, obviously uh, French, and uh, the literal translation of the phrase Bete Noir is Black Beast. And that was the name of the city, right? That's the name of the city called Bete Noir. Mm-hmm. Also a uh, killer uh, solo album by Brian Ferry. Really? Absolutely. You know, he was the lead singer for Roxy Music. I um, think it's really worth it's really worth um, checking out if you want a, a good story that. Just you know what? That could dang near be a hidden gem of mine. Bete Noir by Brian Ferry. Really? Tell, right, it's tell good us stuff, about boys. It. It's good stuff. Uh, that's not my official one. Um, but well, no, give, Brian, give us your official one then. No, Brian Ferry. Uh, Brian Ferry rocks. Um. I mean, and I mean rock in a very kind of uh, uh, you know uh, soul kind of way. Um, now, I, is Farscape far enough under the uh, the radar for it to be a hidden gem of mine? Uh, that just is. I mean, if if you think that not enough people know about it, well, I, I mean, mean that that's the idea. Not enough people know about it. A year before it should have been, so you know, they, they'll they'll I mean, do it. You've talked about it on our show, but yeah, well, I just I, I was sitting there watching. Um, uh, an episode of uh, Fringe. I'm. I think I've got. I think I've got one last episode before I'm caught up with everybody. Um, but I'm watching an episode of Fringe just last night, and it occurs to me that this 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 third season of Fringe so far, second season. What are we in? Third season. Wow, time flies. Um, has been very much like the third season of Farscape, where they literally split the crew up. Um, Farscape, uh, the ship Moya had a baby, a little baby mm-hmm. named. Uh, Talon and um, the uh, the Farscape uh, crew, which had gotten fairly large by that point, literally got split in two. Half the crew went with Moya, half the crew went with Talon, and basically every other week you'd have an adventure with this group versus that group. And they they weren't mixing plot lines; they weren't necessarily trying to dovetail everything back together. Obviously, they did meet back up, you know, at you know towards the end of the season. But um, I just thought it was very interesting because we're sitting there watching, you know, Fringe right now, and I'm getting the exact same vibe because you've got, you know, hopefully people out there are watching Fringe. If not, that's my hidden gem. Go watch it. Yeah, it's I was maybe gonna, the best show on TV. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. It's just downright awesome. But uh, you've got, 
you know, you're literally looking at stories in two different worlds right now. You know, two different universes, I guess, two different dimensions. And it's really cool. Um, uh, in Fringe right now, I'm having a real hard time. And I think this is this is this is good writing because you look at you look at the guys from the other universe and you cannot in any way say these are bad guys. They're not bad guys. They're, they just have a different way of doing things. Well, no, they're they are protective of their universe, except for alternate alternate. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's there's you know megalomaniacal sons of guns, you know, on both sides of the divide. True. Um, uh, but I just I, I just I find it very interesting, and and you're right, you know, alternate is is far more um, sinister. Um, than probably any other character in in the show, um, but you look at you know especially the you know the the primary three, you know Peter Walter and Olivia in our universe, and Olivia and I'm sorry uh, the her police buddy who died Charlie yeah Charlie you know and uh, the other guy who is playing the Peter role in the other universe the guy who got the burns right and, you know. can't remember his um, face but. You follow the adventures with these cats, and you're rooting for them because they're they're good guys. I mean they're they're not out to harm anybody; they're out to save themselves. That right. is their that is their sole reason for doing what they do is to save themselves. And um, you to know the whole concept, their world. yeah, and the whole concept that that you know one world you know might have to be destroyed so that you know the other one can live is a fairly heady thought and i can understand why being on either side of the fence you know it's like i'd rather my world be the one that uh, lives you know so you can't you know it's not it's not a good and evil it's not a black and white thing right. you know and i just you know that that concept is just oh it's like love to me i want a, a shirt or a jacket or something with that fringe division logo nice. you know with the yeah. mirrored f's mm-hmm. it's really cool it's really cool i know and i want uh I want our Statue of Liberty to be made out of bronze. Well, isn't it? It's just... Oh, it's copper. That's, yeah, copper. Isn't it copper, but it's just um, tarnished? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they've but they've polished it up yeah, a I few mean, times. I mean, they've done it just in the last five years or so. Yeah, but they... They had I mean, scaffolded they, for like a year and a half, didn't they? Yeah, but that, that was to reinforce some of the structure inside. Right. I don't think they can polish it because... That's a lot of silver polish. Yeah. I, I think it's mostly... To, like one yeah, too much work into it would it would just go back to the same and a way. lot of elbow grease yeah can't they spray it down with with tarnish be gone what is that uh, stuff they, called they, they brass? tried but uh science wouldn't let them dang science <laughs> stupid the calls all of a sudden have just dropped off yeah well, that's well, okay good for that them happens they uh they've they've gotten weary of it too i mean hey we've been doing this wait for, hold on what did you just say they've gotten weary of it are you tired of doing this already <laughs> no did you hear oh, what he said? He did. That was, he did say that. It, it was a pun. What I meant was... It was a pun. I'm um, ready to cut into that cookie cake over there. Oh, there's there. a cookie cake. Why don't we... Uh, yeah, why don't we do that while we're on air? That'll be a great way to end episode 200. I mean, let's, let's end it right now. I mean, let's wrap it up. Let's start so? wrapping up. Yeah. Somebody's we've, we've gotten a good number of calls. Hey, um, you know, honestly, uh, there's there's one other thing that, uh, that we have not... Um, I can do it. I can pull the magic jack out of the machine right now. I'd say go ahead and do it. Thanks, guys, for listening. Appreciate it. Done. Done. Yeah, we're we're not necessarily done with the episode. Let me put on Facebook. No, but let me put on Facebook that we're. I'm twittering right now. Phone Uh lines are. 
closed. But you people are the cat's meow. Send. Phone lines are closed. All oh, right. yeah. You know what we should do? We really should pause mm-hmm. the recording. We'll be back after these messages. Hello, all you listeners out there in podcast land. The Voice here. And you know what? The con season may be winding down for the year, but that doesn't mean that there aren't deals to be had. The hosts over at HHWLOD have put together a truckload of toys, trades, DVDs and Blu-rays, and single issues at rock-bottom prices. You can see all of the items at www.hhwlod.com slash garage sale. All of the proceeds from the garage sale are going directly to the podcast to make them better than ever. Prices are listed on each item, but if you see a bunch of stuff that you want, email us at garage sale at legionofdudes.com and make us an offer. It's a sale that Fred Sanford himself would be proud of, and you won't be shouting Elizabeth when you see the prices. All the details are listed at www.hhwlod.com slash garage sale, and thanks in advance to everyone. You are listening to Half Hour Wasted, a proud member of the HHWLOD Radio Network. The world we know is gone. No Google, no Amazon.com, no email, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hey everybody, this is Brad. The Half Hour Wasted and Legion of Dudes family is proud to bring you a new show, The Walking Dead TV Podcast. Each week, we will talk in-depth about the latest episode of AMC's new series, The Walking Dead. The new TV show starts this Halloween, and we could not be more excited about it. You can catch our new podcast on iTunes or at www.walkingdeadtv.com. Leave a light on, tune in, and try not to get bit. Okay, we're back. All right, that was some good cookie bread. Thank you. Yes. Two, was, uh, you had a giant cookie that was about the size of our faces. I had way too yes. much of it. That was awesome. Uh, I just have one question. Yes. Why did the cake say Zod? Well, it I was cheaper didn't get that the way. reference. <laughs> if, if Brad had bought one personalized, it would have cost more. So he just Okay, so he just there. picked up a, a Zod cake yeah. or Zod cookie at uh-huh. the... Uh, at the the cookies R Us. It was either that or Happy Bar Mitzvah. Or was it Confectioners R Us? I think it was Tom Thunk Groceries R Us. When we were taking people don't get that reference, Frank. <laughs> when we were taking phone calls, we um we got a couple of voicemails. So oh, let's play those. Let's play those real quick. How many we get? Three. Thank you, voicemail. Hey guys, this is Dennis in Dallas, or actually in San Antonio right now. Eighties uh, junkie on the forums. And I just want to congratulate you guys on 200 episodes. I've been listening since uh, day one. And uh, keep through good work. Um, I like your guys' attitude, rapport, and everything. Uh, and uh, the, my, my recommendation is, uh, is a website called bandcamp.com. And I actually heard about it on a, another podcast called uh, War Rocket and Ajax, which I heard of uh, because of Sean Pryor's PKD Media. And it's all kind of, you know, in the same podcast family tree. Anyway, it's, but it's a bunch of independent musicians, uh, and they put their work up there. 
as far as I can tell, everything is for like a complete uh, free preview, and you can purchase online credit card and download through many digital formats and yeah, some physical ones. So uh, just check it out. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun on that website, and that's my recommendation. That's cool. Was it Bandcast? Is that what he said? I thought he said Bandcamp. Let's let me go. Do it right yeah, it said Bandcamp. Okay, camp. I thought he said Bandcamp, but Bandcast would have made more sense. There's just I'm one not, time. I'm not going to fight the power on that one. Though. Um, that is really cool because uh, I don't go to concerts nearly as often as I'd like to these days. But I've gotten to the point where I enjoy the opening act um, as much or more than the uh, the uh, the headline act, and especially if it's somebody I've never heard before. Is it so. band, Bandcamp? Uh, yeah, Bandcamp.com. Artists sell your music and merch directly to your fans. Yep, Excellent. it's free. Sign up. Here's another voicemail. Thank you, Dennis. Dennis? Hello, this is the Pooh from California calling to congratulate your 200th episode. The Pooh? Did yes. she say the Pooh? She did. You know who this is, don't you? I think I know. Should I guess? What I'd really like to congratulate is the professor for letting half hour wasted be broadcasted from our dining room for the last 200 episodes. Congratulations, Professor. You made it through. And just a 200 more to go. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll have their own recording studio by then. Anyway, congratulations, you guys. You're a lot of fun. Bye. I don't like her attitude. Thank you, Pooh. Who was that? Hmm? That's, was uh, that? that's the professor's, uh, professor's C-store. One of her two C stores. Why does she call oh. herself the Poo? Huh? It's uh, it's a nickname that was kind of given to her. I so it's I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna like theorize. Any, like all the best nicknames, you don't give it. You don't give yourself a nickname. Someone gives you the nickname, and then you ride with it, and you pray that it's a good one. Hey, we got we got a post on uh, on Facebook. Let me mm-hmm. read it real fast. Okay. Uh, Forrest, Forrest Bates, happy 200th episode. Half hour wasted. I'm not sure I'll get a chance to call in tonight, but have fun. Can't wait to hear the episode. And in case no one says it, I think HHW is a hidden gem. Aww. Thank you, Forrest. That's, very That's nice. really sweet. We got one more uh, voicemail here. I recognize the numbers, and I, so I hesitate to play it. But um, is it from Johnny M? No. Is it from Sean? Uh, or from no. Is it from um, June Bob Kim? No, it's from my dad. I noticed he this called, can't possibly be legitimate. I know, no, I noticed he called a whole lot during the show, but he never could get through. In fact, he oh. sent me a text. He goes, I can't get through. So let's hear what my dad has to say. Hey, uh, I was calling the guys at Half Hour Wasted. I wanted to ask them if they knew how to replace the batteries in a transistor radio. If you call me back, I'd appreciate it. This would be 214. Dad. Oh, That's cute. That is cute. All right, so thank you, everybody, for calling. It has been quite a wild ride, 200 episodes. And um, I don't know. I Honestly, for a while there, I didn't know if we'd make 200 episodes. <laughs> hey, we only have 100 more to go, so. Yeah. Till we do all Cerberus, <laughs> is that it? Cerberus, 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 Ardvark, dude. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Cerebus. Cerebus. I was going to Cerebus. Thank you. I was going to correct you with a, a Sisyphus reference. Sisyphus, <laughs> Piker. 
Ow. That was loud. <laughs> okay, so... Today is... Uh, when people are hearing this, this Monday the 6th. Yes, we have an announcement about our schedule. Fear not, we are not going away. But there, we are taking a break. We are going on hiatus. Sabbatical. Sabbatical. Semi-sabbatical. So we have a couple dates here we want to we want to talk about. First, uh, Monday, December the 20th, will be our Christmas show. That'll be episode 201. So that's two weeks from today. So what happens in the meantime? Nothing. Nothing or maybe something small just to keep the feed warm. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably, you, you may get just very small bits in, but no legitimate shows for Speaking those Speaking of weeks. bits, by the way, mm-hmm. you, your turkey hotline bit uh-huh. was pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm, I, w- I was actually surprised that, that people thought it might have been real. It was a, wow. It was a, a good friend of mine, Victoria Hines, who uh, agreed to help me out with that. And, oh, uh, Vicky. And uh, do you know do you know Victoria Hines? No, I don't know okay. her. Uh, she's an industry makeup artist. She I was taking a account. chance. But uh, she's a good-looking girl, I'll tell you that. <laughs> she is a little that, firecracker. That, that doesn't usually hurt. Your, she looks uh, good in a sports bra, too. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Bill obviously didn't listen yeah, to Yeah, I guess he didn't listen, but that's okay. Yeah. I did like the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that we put in. Oh, the, yeah. The, oh, you uh, know what? I'm the, looking the, at that picture, and it does look like it says Zod. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, now I, okay. Now I understand what he was Get talking it? about. Yes. No, I, I mean, yeah. Now we, I guess It does actually look like like it says Zod. Which, Bill, I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> I haven't gotten that picture. Well, he tweeted it. Oh, hmm. you, did you email it to Yeah, I emailed it to uh, okay. Franklin at halfhourwasted.org. Um, oh, that's not going to work. Hmm. I would. I'm glad you said something just a second ago. It reminded me. The behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh-huh. Um, in case people were wondering what that CGS intro was for, just let me tell real quick. They're introducing um, their episodes lately with listeners doing their own thing and introducing the, the deal. So we get an email from Peter. He says, hey, want want you guys intro one of our episodes. This is the information. So great. So we did it. I recorded it. I mean, I uh, edited it. And... I sent an email to Peter, and then the day that episode six no, 969 came <laughs> Which out. Which I was watching the feed. I was watching your feed, and it goes, oh, there it is. It finally came on. Yeah, It came on. I listened to it, and some other guys introducing the show. I'm like, what happened? I mean, I know, you know. You, you automatically think, did we do something wrong? Was yeah. there something wrong with the little file we sent? So I go check my, my sent email yes. to make sure I sent it, because I remember sending it. Turns out I hit save instead of send. Mm. So we put it on that last show so you can hear what we did. But um, anyway. Yeah, if you got to listen to the Thanksgiving one, I hope you kind of, I don't know, I hope you enjoyed listening to the process that we go through of figuring stuff out. And the, My favorite part the, is when, when Frank goes, Annette, this is what I suggest. <laughs> we talk into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea. So, yeah. And you know what? We went with that. Anyway, that's what that was for. So, now, back to what we were talking about. What was it I said before? No, back to Paris, France. Don't worry, I remember. <laughs> so, you go to Paris, France. <laughs> yes, we're going to take a small sabbatical. And so we'll, we'll do a Christmas show. On the 20th. We'll, on the 20th. Then we'll be gone for a couple more weeks. And we'll be back strong with episode 202 on January 10th. 
That's so, right. Now, why are we doing this? Well, I think, first of all, we should point out this is it's trial separation. We're still married, but we're going to be living in different houses. And um, we just want to let the kids know that we still love them very yes. much. The kids being the listeners. Right. Plus, you know, it's multi-purpose. Um, December's a busy month. The professor, you know, is a sweetheart, but it's time to give her a little break. Yeah. Um, and then I personally uh, need to recharge my batteries. Um, podcasting should be fun. Not that this hasn't been fun, but I'm finding it to be more of a challenge than than it ever was for me. And that's not a bad thing, but it shouldn't be a challenge. It should just be something that flows out of you and rolls off the tongue. So um, I think all, all of us need a little... A little it, 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 I mean, it happens. I went yeah. I went through something, I'm sure the listeners remember, several, several months ago. It's just I'd kind of lost my mojo. And uh, I was really just kind of kind of going through the motions there for a bit. So it's understandable. It happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody that's been listening for the last oh, year and a half or so knows that we've run out of ideas. So give us a couple of weeks. We'll uh, we'll we'll I don't know read a we'll read a wizard magazine or something. And we'll come back strong, <laughs> baby. So you know, actually, um, uh, I don't know if this is one of my hidden gems, but uh, I have that this 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 uh, month's back issue. Back mm-hmm. issue is one of those magazines that I cherry pick. I, I've bought I don't know four or five of them out of the forty five they published ever. And occasionally I'll see the cover and it will just grab me. It's like they had a warlock uh, spotlight on warlock and it was actually some Jim Starlin stuff. Um, and uh, that was awesome. And then uh, the current one is the odd couples issue of back issue. Uh, Which, and, and just and just for those who don't know, what is back issue magazine? Uh, they go. Um, uh, it's a, a comic industry uh, magazine. Um, but man, their writers are so good i mean they they dig and dig and they come up with details that 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 just amaze me and uh this issue um uh they'll take you through the history of the comic the behind the scenes of the comic uh it's very 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 heavy on the uh the viewpoint of the creators whether it was the editor or you know the artist or the writer, blah blah blah. Uh, a lot of the backroom, sometimes dealing, sometimes things they had to do to make things work. Sometimes, yeah, and, and uh, just the raw grittiness of it. It's it's not wizard. It's it's the opposite of wizard. Where wizard gives you yeah. tidbits and everything is always great. Yeah, you know this is more like oh my editor and I we weren't getting along, but we made it work. And the thing, and with, you know, I, I really like wizard too. Just for the record, the thing with back issue is it's. It's about. It's not about current comics. It's right. It's about issues, you know, from our childhood. Yeah. Made, from the nineties. Yeah. That, uh, from the nineties back. The article yeah. they had on Warlock was awesome, and I've read as many Warlock comics as I can get my hands on, and there was still stuff in there I had no idea about. You know, and sometimes, you know, that stuff is so deep that I just didn't realize, you know, what I was uh, what I was watching. So the issue you're talking about uh, with Green Lantern and Green Arrow—that's mm-hmm. the current one, December issue number forty-five. Yes. Number 44 is all about Spider-Man and the Bronze Age. Oh, how cool. Yeah. And um this the Bronze just, Age, that's that's our age, baby. Yeah. I mean, uh issue 42 and they they all have themes like uh like Bill said issue 45 was odd couples. Um uh let's see. Issue 42 was the Wild West issue. Uh issue 43 is the Born to be Wild issues and it's all about like 
older comics. It's really, really fascinating. If yeah. You, if, you, if you go to Tomorrow's, that's T-W-O, Tomorrow's.com, yes. you can... Um, uh, uh, you can read back issues, PDF versions of su- of a few of their back issue magazines. You know, to give it a test drive, see if you really like it and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I I couldn't recommend. I mean, if you love comic books uh, and you and love the history, history of yeah. comic books, especially, um, and I am I'm kind of a, a an amateur history buff kind of ter- person, and uh, I still haven't gotten through all this one, but. Uh, this issue, uh, the the cover article is uh, Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams's Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and this is something that happened. Uh, was it? Uh, did they say before or after uh, their Batman run? Actually, I haven't read that article yet. Okay, it's uh, it's it's really good and it's really long. Um, I mean, you get an article that might be eight ten pages. I mean, and there's loads of art, uh, cover art, and uh, loads of um, of one-off art and commissioned art and stuff um, that they get from individuals and from collection houses. Uh, there's a, uh, a place in Dallas uh, actually called uh, Heritage Galleries. Is that in Dallas? Heritage Galleries is, yeah. Heritage Galleries is in uh, is right uh, around Rivershawn Plaza. Um, it's in the uh, uh, same building that uh, the ticket um, uh, broadcasts out of. But, um, but in this... Um, you'll see lots of art that is unique. You know, it's not just, you know, you will see a, you will see a page or two out of a comic. You will see covers galore, but you'll see a lot of art that again was commissioned or it was a one-off. Um, so it's really cool. It, it's not just uh, prose. It also has uh, lots of art in it. Um, this issue also had uh, Steve, Steve Englehart's JLA and Steve Englehart is near and dear to my heart. We've had him on the show. Uh, he rocks. I, I, I was really intrigued by uh, what he did with the JLA and the idea that he kind of, um, you know, we were talking uh, just a couple episodes back about how um, uh, when Stan Lee left, um, how, I'm sorry, Roy Thomas took over, but uh, Roy Thomas kind of took Marvel in a new direction. And kind of the same thing happened here with uh, Steve Englehart and the Justice League. Um, It had been very you know, cut and dry, very formulaic, you know, for a decade, you know, or so, um, when they let, uh, Inglehart take over, it was, a, had a lot to do with, uh, reacting to what Marvel was doing, how Marvel was being more hip and more humanistic and all that. And, um, yeah, just a great article. So, uh, back issue, um, you should uh, check it out. Um, I agree. That's a really good, um, uh, hidden gem. Yeah. Um, you want to know something else, uh, that I, uh, love doing? This is kind of a, I don't know if this is a hidden gem per se, but just kind of a, something I, I like to uh, to do. Um, you know, when I uh, when I get bored of uh, uh, terrestrial radio, I don't have um, satellite radio. I never have. Um, maybe someday, but you know, frankly, what I want to listen to, I can find. Uh, um, you know, we've got three sports radio stations in Dallas. Uh, we've got uh, a, a a new. Um, okay, here's a hidden gem. Um, KXT. Um, have you listened to it at all, Frank? No, I listen to it usually on the weekend. It's, yeah, 90, uh, it's very, I don't know if you want to call it folk. Well, uh, it's um, a sister station of the National Public Radio Station here in Dallas, yeah. and it's uh, pretty free form. It's also commercial free, as much as uh, NPR stations are. You know, you'll still get, mm-hmm. you know, commercial PSA type stuff, but it's not flat out advertisements. Um, 
and uh, uh, it's it's really cool, man. I've um, uh, if I had just a whole lot of money to throw around, um, I would uh, I would fill that place's coffers to keep it going. Um, and it's yeah, I mean there's 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 I actually sponsor. I, I'm actually a supporter of NPR, so I give money to them. Righteous, quite quite a bit. Do that you goes, uh, that goes to them too? Do you support a particular? Are you a big click and clack uh, car talk guy? Uh, or, wait, uh, wait, and wait, wait! Don't tell me. The media. Are okay, like my two favorite shows on there okay cool i'm not sure if i've ever listened to on the media it's uh it's about just uh how the media mm-hmm. handles messages for that week and stuff and they really deconstruct oh, cool how things were it's a sunday night program oh that's cool i, I like that a sunday night program that uh gets in the way of football um, yeah so uh they I podcast I so i listed a podcast yeah but uh are we potted up here yes okay um so anyway um you know you get bored uh um, especially, you know, you're driving around, uh, me driving up and back to Norman. Um, sometimes you'll have, you know, a half hour where you're kind of in between the Oklahoma city stations, the Dallas stations. So you're literally just kind of floating around. And, um, you know, so I've gotten to the point where it's kind of almost, uh, you know, it's, uh, one of my little hidden gems is to, uh, go and, um, and just kind of, uh, uh, root around on the dial, you know, just kind of go up and down the dial and see what's there. Um, I, uh, recorded this uh, a couple weeks ago. And I thought it was cool. So this is you just driving down the road. Right. Yeah. I I Bluetoothed the audio. Okay. To my Do you have an AM, AM radio in your car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. AM Oh, hey. I found a station. Okay. Is that the Lion King station? No. For supuesto, su patrocinio es muy importante para nosotros. Aquí... This is a find. Yes, I found a little salsa station, you know? Did you save that in your your radio memory? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently they were um, they were in the middle of a pledge drive. I like so, that, uh, your, that your radio. They used to have a radio that has a knob that you have to tune in. Yeah. Like that. Well, cool. I do. I have a uh, I have a Marantz, uh amp uh, in the dash of uh, my car. And it's not easy to get a uh, 1970s uh, Marantz, uh you know amplifier receiver in the dash of a Saturn, but that's okay with me. That's pretty awesome. That's cool. Well, I mean, it's nice having the knob. You know, the, the you know you get the backlit uh, you know band and. You know, you get that that awesome metal knob that you can just go, <laughs> just goes, you know, it goes halfway down the, the dial, and you go, "Whoa, how cool is that? That's oh, awesome!" So yeah, uh, we caught him in the middle of a, of a uh, pledge drive, That's and nice. you know, if anybody, I, I don't know if anybody could uh, make the words out well enough to translate it, but um, you know, I've, you know, it could be translated uh, if uh, someone needed to be. That was me last week. I didn't have any luck finding anything. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's uh, that's that's amazing. Here was me the week before. Why do you have a short wave? Yeah, there was some <laughs> kind of solar thing going on there or something. That is crazy, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I had uh, I had kind of uh, the uh, the same thing going on too. All right, so we like doing this when we do a hundred more. Yeah. Are we? Are you gonna quit after three <laughs> hundred? We'll have to wait and see, won't we? But, well, but how long is that? That's uh, another year. That's another two years. Oh, yeah. Two years. Hmm. 
Dang. You know, wow. that uh, that was actually, I could tell you where the origin of that came, and that was because I w- had been listening to QPaw, the QPaw uh, podcast. Quiet panelologists at, at, at work. work. And they kept saying that 75 was their final episode. They were going to stop at 75. So so um, I don't know if they did or not because I kind of I, I kind of you know, well, just forgot they, to listen to it. But I think they stopped and then they started another. The Hat Decides. About the, yeah. The which hat. is probably I've heard a couple episodes, which the, the concept is people email in suggestions. They put it in a hat. Then when they start recording, they pull one of those suggestions out and wow. then they vamp on it. And I got to tell you, some of those have been so funny that uh, that I've had to stop it just because <laughs> I was laughing so hard. And it's and it's an adult; it's totally an adult show, but uh, pretty pretty funny stuff. Nice. Speaking of laughing so hard that I had to stop something, um, I was fortunate enough to see a. Um, sneak i haven't told anybody uh to see a sneak preview of um the new family guy it's a trap yeah and uh <laughs> when han solo uh gets defrosted from his carbonite okay prison i laughed so hard and it's such a juvenile thing but i had to i literally had to pause the video what was it a fart <laughs> joke? Was it a yeah, yeah? And I don't, I don't want to say any more than that, but <laughs> and that's going to ruin it for somebody already. But just the way he, the things he says, and the way he was, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Anyway, all right, I think we should we should wrap this up. All right, guys, we'll see you in two weeks for the Christmas show, which is let me get that date up Monday, December twentieth. Uh, there won't be anything between now and then, but we will probably just put out probably just a little reminder about it. Maybe a little comedy bit. We don't know, but just, uh, you won't get any full fledged shows. Then we'll be off for a couple more weeks and then return full fledged January 10th. So look out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, we, we just need a break guys. That's it. We love you. Please send those uh, voicemails and stuff like that to us and, uh, and emails and we'll be happy to respond. Yeah, I mean, we there might be something, you know, hit the uh, the feed, but it won't be. Can you give us a tweet before we leave? I'm, you know, yes, I think so, and I'm I'm trying like I'm wrestling my computer as we speak, but I think we got it now. Bill, I never got that picture, and, I'm on, and I'm on Twitter, and I didn't huh? see it. Twitter? Oh, I tweeted it hey. and I emailed it to hey. you, good sir. I'll do it again. Yes. Hit me with a tweet so we can. Right. I hope we didn't play this one like three weeks ago. I don't do very good housekeeping these days. Do you, oh, do you need uh do you need more volume? What's going no, on? No, it was fine. Okay. Now I have to edit. No, you can just well, you can, you can edit it right back here. Bill's audio Twitter. So I go into my office earlier today and um, see the cat all hunched over. She's getting ready to hook. You know how cats get. And sure enough, she hooks. <laughs> yeah, I can see <laughs> listeners out there right now. About half of you are laughing real hard. 
Well, she killed herself puking on a power outlet, so I hope you're happy. Yo, know, you know, it's so funny when Bill finishes a tweet, he always gives a big smile and kind of looks at you and me and Brad. He's like, eh. Would that it were true. <laughs> Would that it were true. We could stand to thin the herd out a little bit, if you know what I mean. No, it's you like got plenty of kids. No, really? You have plenty of animals. No, we have a, a stinky lizard. It's like the San Diego Zoo in here. Tell me about it. Uh, I've got a boiler plate. This is the last real one I have, so send in your boiler plates. Uh, this is Ken Morgan's daughter. Oh. Nice. How old is she? I uh, can't remember. I see. saw that if it's not, uh, you remember he sent that picture he took from Connects. It looks like he has a tweeny daughter, like around uh, 12, 13. This is, is right? much younger. Oh, okay. So we will end the show with, um, with this boilerplate. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Paige, and we've been listening to Half Hour Wasted That Makes You Cool. Visit the show's website at www.halfhourwasted.com to check out blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit the new message board at www.formforfeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. You can also drop us an individual email at bradfrank or Bill at halfhourwasted.com. Follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Be sure to check out my dad on the Legion of Dudes podcast, <laughs> which comes out every Thursday on this same feed. And keep an eye out for speak of the devil our daredevil centric podcast visit our sponsor dcbservice.com and remember till next week he's bill he's brad and he's frank and they'll See you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Good job. <laughs> this is Beckett. Bye, Goodbye.